I saw that thing. No, was that in uh, Rush? Just having I had that small encounter with Hulk doesn't mean you can have both. Oh, I'm sure there was some kind of joke, some kind of <laughs> some kind of gag. Maybe an NXT reference. Maybe. I wish I knew. <laughs> okay, now we're recording. Oh, come on, for real? <laughs> yeah, man, gotta make it more organic. Anytime you get that finger right in your ass. <laughs> oh, that wasn't good pop at all. <laughs> it's a pop top. <laughs> Alright. This is the Kickstarter Podcast. Oh my god, that took too long. I'm Adam. And I'm Darcy. This is going to be a rough one. So this is our uh, our raw down review. Yes. How are you today, Queen B? I'm not too bad. I'm still fighting this goddamn cold. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. I feel like I'm still stuffed up. Th- three weeks. Uh, it might be just like, you know, because you, you know, it's so dry and, you know, the heat on all the time. Could be. So like, I wake up every morning, I'm like, oh, oh. It, it's Canada. So we get stone cold, you know, I'm like, oh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's Canada, so we get like plus 10 weather, and then the next day is minus 20 with freezing rain, and then... We don't want to take me out, but I'll say, ah So, yeah, you know. You know. Alrighty, so, we're going to review Raw and SmackDown for this week. Very good beer. We got, uh, Lagunitas. Lagunitas IPA. And I gotta say, the... Yeah, the wife's sitting here staring at us. Do you want to come in, sweetheart? No, she shakes her, <laughs> she shakes her head and runs away. She just wants to watch. Most people have to pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so should we go right into it? So, Darius is going to go over uh, Raw. I'm going to do my best, guys. Now, uh, I'm just going to brief you right now. Uh, You know, my job Mm, has kept me from my my duties on this show. Now, I did watch the second half of Raw because you sent me the link. Yep. But because I was watching on my phone, I didn't write anything down. It makes it hard, doesn't it? I could have wrote on my laptop, but I, I had the same problem as when I got started with typing. Yeah. I, I never took notes on my laptop because I'd always be like backspacing and I'd be like, what did I just miss? I, I, just, I just start writing everything wrong. Um, yeah. I, I got through, I did the SmackDown and I was the same thing. I had my, my little cell phone beside me, like resting on the laptop while I'm clicking away. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. So I, I got kicked out of work early because of the, the snow, the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. So um, instead of driving home right away, I went to McDonald's. Okay. And, uh, you know, got, got on the Wi-Fi, let the traffic all go out of the way, and I just literally went through all the videos I could find for Raw. Might as well. So, yeah. So that way I didn't show up and be like, B, I haven't done anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the app? Why do I have to carry the load? Oh. Yeah. You are, man. You were the rock on this show, man. Like, and I can't even name any of the moves. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I have to carry the load. I can't even name. I can't even. Like, I, don't I, even know. I don't even know half these fucking wrestlers that keep showing up, man. <laughs> right? Okay. So let's dive into Raw, though. And what a, what a Raw it was. I mean, right off the, you know, on the weekend. I, I will say, oh, both shows this week were actually really, really good. Awesome. And I should also say, guys, that I didn't even look at the recap for SmackDown. You should look at the recaps all the time. So this is going to be great because I'm just going to listen to B, and it's going to be totally organic. Like, I literally have no idea what happened. And it's going to be really uh, bad because I'm going to have to have him explain stuff to me so I can explain it back to him properly. So this will be great. It will be me trying to guess what you're and I will also say that I really, really dumbed down my notes. Just, just to actually breeze through things easier. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I did have a couple of matches on Raw because I'm like, I feel like I've seen 
some of these matches for us. I was going, okay, so this is how that match ended, and this is what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it. But the one thing that I forgot about um, on the weekend, just being on the net, on the website, mm-hmm. man, there it is, Roman Reigns coming back on Monday to announce his, uh, his uh, status since uh, announcing he had leukemia. I was like, yeah, oh, Roman Reigns coming. So should we talk about um, Aaron Anderson was let go? Yeah, you know what? Um, uh, did you ever look into that? Kind of I haven't read up anything on it yet. I, I wonder what, uh, was it like was he fired or did he just like leave? Uh, the original report I read said fired. I don't know. Well, not not fired, but like let go. But then uh, apparently there is some like theories between him and TJP. Oh really? Uh, the, the the kid from NXT. Yeah, they're linked. I, I, I saw I saw articles I saw YouTube videos I didn't look at any of it, but you don't see uh, you don't put those two uh, linked in together. <laughs> yeah, but that's thing I mean um I don't think it was anything horrible because there was a lot of support behind him. Twitter was like blowing up like videos of him. Everyone loves Arn Anderson. Everybody loves Arn Anderson. Mind, he'd, he'd break your nose if you piss him off. But he said he was always like the calm. The, the, the calm rage, like he's like, like, like he'd be the guy that calm me say, "I'm gonna kick your ass." One of the horsemen, man. He's like pestilence. <laughs> Gets you when you're sleeping. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyways, Arn, if you're listening, you're probably not. <laughs> hey, we love you, man. Four horsemen all the way. Okay, so um, yeah. So then we'll get into raw. Was yeah. there anything else? News wise? Yeah, I almost should write down news in my notes as well, but. You know what? I never think to do that. I feel, I feel like you're always on the kind of text. You know, I read it. I never think to actually go, hey, V, this happened. I just, yeah. like, I'll just tell the next time I see him, and then yeah. I forget. Well, and that's the thing, or I'm on YouTube, and I'm just sending you links, like, who's the master of the spear? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for God's sake, it's going to be Goldberg. It, a lot of people use the spear. A lot of people do. It, and it's one of those, I don't know, almost like counterattack moves that people are throwing out now. It's the new DDT. Yeah. But the, I, the, I don't, well, I actually didn't watch it yet, but there's uh, who's the master of the DDT video out there as well. His guys, the man invented it. He's the best. It, you know, like those memes where there's a guy at the table at the college campus and he's like, "Prove me wrong." Yeah. I'm standing there cross armed, and my banner says, "Jake the Snake is the <laughs> master of the DDT. Prove me wrong." Did I send you the McMurray one? Oh, which one? <laughs> McMurray's a piece of shit. Prove me wrong. Prove oh, me wrong. I made my freaking day. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, greatest show in Canada is Letter Kenny, um, and it's it's a very verbal show. So there's a lot of jokes. you, you got to watch the show two or three times to get it. Um, Canadians have to watch it two or three times to get it. I work with a lot of Indians and um, Asian hard. people. I and quote it. I can't quote it. It's a hard show to quote. And, I mean, people from other countries culturally, when I say, like, hey, you should check out this show. This is Canada. Um, they watch one episode and they say, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they give me the, what the fuck, Adam? There you go. But, yeah, so anyways, yeah, McMurray's a character. And he's a piece of shit. And he's a piece of way. shit. And you can't, you can't prove us wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do it. Raw. I'm nervous, man, because I did not take full notes, so I, this could be very sloppy. But I'm gonna do we're, my best. We're, we're gonna pound through. I I did notes. I uh, I ended up watching a couple of recaps. So if you want to chime in, you know, I, I'll chime in. But good. this I'll is all ask you. Your thoughts. Okay. So the show starts off, and how else could it start off when you announce that Roman Reigns is coming back? It has and to be number one. I just gotta say right off the bat, I'm legitimately surprised. And I mean that in a good way. He came out, announced that he had leukemia, right? They showed that whole, yeah, showed that whole promo. Like, 
every you could hear every person like like I think when he came out it was kind of like real time like whoa and you you think they're gonna you're gonna be getting updates on TV or like Michael Cole standing there saying we've got news about Roman Reigns nothing nothing you haven't heard a peep about Roman Reigns since he's been gone yeah you pretty much yeah you know and that's thing if if he goes to talk about it he talks about it via social media or I guess he's really close with The Rock because. Samoan related. Yeah, Every, so everybody's like, a cousin. Like, everybody's like, a cousin or whatever, right? Podcast, Samoan Joe, they asked if he was related to the, the dynasty, right? Like, like, was actually related? Yeah. And he's like, no, but then if you talk to them, they'd probably go, like, I'd, like, somehow go through their lineage and find <laughs> a way to relate me to them. Yeah, like, like six or seven guys deep. Yeah. He's like our eighth cousin twice removed. Oh, right, totally. That's mm. nice. That's nice. But yeah, I saw, I wa- okay, because I mean, again, I've been out. I watched that promo. That they did when, um, actually they showed it again on SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. He came out and he announced the whole thing, and I mean they made it very Wait, emotional. Did you promo this week or the one last when he left? When he left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it, it showed it showed him he get up there, he announced it. You know the crowds like, like you said, blown away, right? Oh, yeah. Like even I was like, I, I I didn't see it live, but I just went on the network or again the website, mm-hmm. and it just you know it's like when you pass through the face, it's like bam, Roman Reigns like he's like what? Yeah. And I, Roman Reigns because he's like the new Cena getting like the the big push right yeah but I, I was always kind of like he'd go in the ring so I didn't hate him but I was always kind of like I was never rooting for him just kind of apathetic towards him you know what I mean yeah and here I was like man heart goes out to you buddy. I, and I mean what a way to get put out of wrestling right the job that you oh, love and, that you want to do gets the world title back and yeah like, oh. and um because that's the thing I mean again I don't I don't know him as a singles competitor I mean when I had Briefly like been watching shield, again. He was yeah. still part of the Shield, right? So he was a muscle. Um, but he was the seen as the big star coming out, and that's when everyone loved him, actually. Yeah, yeah, coming out, everybody. He wasn't yeah. Getting the mega push yet. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so yeah, so they they show the promo, and then uh, he comes out. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm gonna open my phone again because I'm like thinking about that. Um, so yeah, he comes out to the ring, and he's you know he's high fiving the fans at ringside. He gets a huge pop, and thank God, thank God. You know, fans aren't booing him. Can you imagine, like, what kind of heartless people? <laughs> I, I, I feel like if, if anyone in that crowd's booing, someone's <coughs> punching him in the face. Or it, it was definitely a good crowd behind it. Right. Like, you wonder if maybe it was a different stadium. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to boo a man that comes back from cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, big deal, all right? <laughs> Jeez, God. Like, who is that cynical asshole? What? <laughs> <laughs> sitting there like, oh, I could beat it. Yeah, yeah, okay, we're in Jersey today. Yeah, oh, big whoop. Tell me oh, about it. Cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, that ref, man. Uh, WWE ref. Jimmy, come here. Jimmy, come here. <laughs> no, but, um, no, like I said, the crowd was right behind him, and the chants, like, you know, when he gets in the ring, they're chanting, welcome back. And uh, he, he starts off by saying thank you, and then they start chanting, you are welcome, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. So this, crowd, this crowd's great. Give him the support, you know, and he, and Roman's out there, and he's, you know, saying this is a, not just my yard, it's our yard now. And he says that he's a, he's a man of faith, and but, you know, the whole thing made him scared and insecure. But announcing it last year brought just monumental support from fans and peers alike. And he said it's just overwhelming. And then he, then he, then he announces it. He's in remission. In remission, so he's coming back. Goes, how could you not? 
Uh, I am now retiring forever. Yeah, oh, wow. So, and he says the big dog is back, and now the question is B. When? Yeah, and from what we saw later on, I mean, it seems like uh, maybe not far off. Hard to say, right? It's all speculative. Yeah, who knows, right? They could be building for a month or two. They could be building a fast lane. I don't know if that, that's it pretty soon, but who knows how long they've known that he's been good, though? Yeah. Because, I mean... What happened at the Elimination Chamber now certainly kind of makes sense to me, which I will get to later. Uh, but anyway, so... Oh, so we got theories then? Yes, I do. Okay, so is that it for this uh, segment? Well, and as he's walking out of the ring, uh, out comes Seth Rollins and gives him a big hug. No, it was the linkage between those two. Yeah, came in together. I don't know if you saw it when you saw that promo from back in October, but after he's hugging both me and Seth, and you can see Seth is just bawling his eyes out. Like, you can tell these guys are really good friends. I mean, obviously, working together all these years. <clears throat> yeah, and that's thing. It's like working at a company, right? When you come in with somebody, the, yeah, like, depending bond, on age, right? background, whatever, there's a bond because you, you start at the same time. Yeah, and and uh, like WWE is very much like a fraternity, right? Like you, and speaking of that, that's going to just remind me, when Roman's, you know, after the interview, got a ring high-fiving fans again, listen to Corey Graves' voice. You can hear it wavering, and he's totally, like, not being a heel. He is being just, you know, a guy who's happy that, like, one of his brothers is back. Yeah. You know? So, very, very emotional moment and a great moment. And I, I'm just super proud of the fans for not booing him. I wonder how long that lasts. I wonder if he sticks. So, did he leave as a heel? No, he was, like, a face. Uh, but fans still booed him because, he, you know, he was getting pushed so hard. Oh, okay. It, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Company man. But uh, it's hard to boo a guy. Like I said, it's hard to boo a guy that comes back from cancer. That, 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 that'd be like an, an elderly person coming that out. That dick? I, but that's the thing, man. That'd be like the elderly person coming out on a little motorized cart, right? Nobody's going to be the one that pushes them over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not illegal, B, but it is frowned upon. It is frowned upon. It, frowned upon, so. it could be illegal in Canada. I don't know. Yeah, I know. The NXT guys are up again. And going against, uh, you know, another NXT pro- uh, proving ground. Uh, yep. The Revival. And um, I won't get into the bare bones. I will say this. Ricochet looked freaking awesome again. That guy's in-ring stuff is just off the charts. Yeah, he, he pops, right? And um, I, I heard it wasn't as good as a match as the Gargano Ciampa. But like I said, the chemistry between those guys is Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and they said again, like, um, the re- Revival, they can just put on a show, regardless. Oh, yeah. Well, they, I, they, they're tag team professionals. Too. Yeah. <laughs> the mechanics, they can go in there and they can pretty much work with any team. Right? They, they should just start wearing TTS stuff. We're tag team specialists. That, that's all. <laughs> that's going to be our title. That's all so there is to it. Instead of uh, FTR, uh, hashtag uh, TTS, eh? Tag team specialists. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Get it done. T-shirts being made. So, and uh, basically the match ends with... Um, Ricochet doing a standing moonsault on the dash on the floor while Black hits the uh, Black Mass kick on Dawson. And for the second week in a row since winning the tag titles, Revival has lost again, V. To new guys from NXT. Ah, yes. And a lot, of, like a lot of people, okay, they forgave it last week. This week, it made people mad. 
because again, Did you hear the rumblings or were reading some uh, I, I, everything again. I watched a few recaps. I was reading stuff online. People are mad because it's the these guys who are very very deserving of the belts in yes, WWE. Absolutely. And um, I mean WWE is not good at when they first bring guys up. They're not good at promoting them. Yes, this is Vince. But now we have four NXT guys who have made debuts and they're undefeated. They should be win- no. They should be in your wins. I have nothing wrong with that. But then, if you're gonna do that, why put them with the revival? Why put them with the champs? Exactly. Won the tag titles and have won since. And it's they do this all the time with the tag champs. They don't get behind it. And it's and especially really when frustrating. sorry, what's your resume? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> whatever. No, but I mean, and it's like especially with what WWE is doing right now, where it's like they have so many guys. It's just, you're a team. You're a team. Now you're a team. Now you're a team. I don't even know who the fuck you two are, but now you're a tag team. But they got the wrong team up together. That's right. At least from NXT, anyway. Yeah. I don't know if they were keeping form here. Who's that? Uh, the Revival. I, I don't know. No just, idea. They could have just started NXT. I don't know. I should look into that. I should be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah it's, again, it's nothing wrong against the NXT. Obviously, the NXT guys should be getting wins. Yes, but again, off. they should not be facing the champs. Boys. Yeah, I mean, especially after a loss last week. Yeah. But, like I said, you know, they had some good matches, but it makes me fear they don't have any, you know, Vince has nothing, no faith in the revival, and and they're going to lose. Yeah, like it's, uh, and it'd be like, you know, they asked for the release, uh, what, a month ago, the revival? Maybe they should ask for it again. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't want them to leave. I don't want them to go, but. No, they're very good to watch in the ring. Change my mind. Corbin's a piece of shit. Charlie, you know, brings up how Baron has mocked Roman Reigns' leukemia, you know, diagnosis, and if he regrets those comments now that Reigns is back and if he runs into him, Corbin says, "You're just desperate for a story." I never said those things. Yeah. all we can get the video of him to remind you, and he just goes, "Okay, okay, those those comments are taken out of context." Yeah. This is what he does, right? Yeah, and he's out there and he says, like, but you don't understand. I was a GM and an active competitor. Roman could not possibly understand what I went through. And then, as you mentioned, Charlie hit him with the harder question, dude. He's an athlete. Are you comparing Roman's leukemia to what you went through as a general yeah. manager? <laughs> All I'm going to say is, Roman better hope we don't cross paths. So, you know they're going to cross paths. Well, it, it's probably going to be like week one when Reigns is back and he just runs Corbin over. Roman says, this is great booking because if you want to keep Roman as a face, who better to put him against Yeah, than a fucking douche like Corbin? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, and that's the thing, right? If Lashley and uh, oh, Drew, Drew even come out to interfere, you know what? Maybe Reigns will have help. Well, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, guys. You can see where this is going. So uh, the only video I did not get be for a backstage segment was so um, Dash is interviewing Shawn Michaels backstage about the Ric Flair birthday celebration coming up, mm-hmm. and Johnny Gargano apparently walks up and greets him. Now I don't know if that means that he was sarcastic when he greeted him because I thought he was supposed to be a heel or a face on the 
yeah. roster, but um, I've seen, I, I took a look at the video, and all I found was a bunch of videos of them hanging out together, so apparently, Sean's taking Johnny under his wing, you know, he's, you know, nourished it. Uh, yeah, maybe, I mean, it's the opportunist thing, because um, we, we didn't actually get to it last week, uh, NXT last week, Gargano lost the belt. Yes, he did, to Velveteen Dream, yes. right? Which kind of makes sense, because <clears> now you being called up, you know, you got to get the title off him, right? So I wonder if Ciampa's days are uh, numbered now. And that, that's the thing, because they seem to be quite the item themselves, so. Gay. <laughs> right, gay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, after the commercial break, Elias is out. Ooh, we got another Lacey walk first. Well, yeah, as soon as Elias goes to play, interruption. Oh, my God. And I just think to myself, you think after, like, so many interruptions, the guy would just go find a new platform to play music? Because <laughs> WWE, you're going to get a slider. Yeah. So, yeah, Lacey Evans does another lockout. Uh, you're wearing uh, a nice dress with roses on it. And Renee just went, oh, my God, where does she get her outfits? <laughs> just, just. So Renee's playing right into it now. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's great. Just, 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 all, you know, on the Lacey bandwagon, right? <laughs> and Lacey walks back up as Elias just stares there going, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Like these damn heels. And as soon as her music finishes playing, the electric guitar slide and Dean Ambrose comes out and Elias is like damn it and Dean gets in there and I just gotta say he gets in there and he's like it's funny it's almost like they've cut and pasted Dean Ambrose here for one moment left and when he came back and all that happened in between the whole heel turn Never well, it's, it's it's like a lot of people said it's like reset. Uh, apparently now that his like release is coming up, it's like they just kind of gave him the mic and said, you know what, man, just you be you, just yeah. go out and have fun with it. He, he says he's feeling good. He needs to, nice to feel, feel this good a long time, yeah. but it makes him dangerous. And he gets in the ring, and I hope you caught this tweet. He starts record. He says he's a fan of Elias, and he recommends some songs. Uh, do you know any Temple of the Dog? Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Dean's going hungry. <laughs> And I was just like, wow, okay, Dean, I'm impressed with your music. You, you get a point. Right there. And uh, then he starts going into maybe put some Thunderstruck. Uh, <laughs> or how about some Dirty Deeds? And the fans are like, oh, this is it. White people in ACDC, and buddy. Elias detecting, you know, a potential attack coming. So it's funny, you know, I complain. I'm like, turn it on. And he just runs at him with the guitar. And <laughs> then sets and does that. Well, I complain and thing, but I have to be in the, and he goes in mid-swing, and Dean, you know, ready for it, ducks, kick in the gut, it's the dirty deeds, and yeah. the fans pop. And it was nice to see Dean get a bit, you know, get a, get a, you know, a nice little, uh, anything, really. And Yeah, yeah, exactly, for what they've been using him for, it's like, uh. Oh, so, uh, Dean exits the ring, and, uh, out next, uh, comes the, uh, the Riot Squad. Yep. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm sorry, I missed this one. I um, almost have to start watching Raw just so I can see my ride squad now. You get to see your, uh, get to see your live, eh? No, I'm sorry, man. It's a uh, tough, tough world, you know. But, uh, yeah, they're out, and I'm already like, oh, no, because they got her against Ronda again. This time with Natty. With Natty, yeah. So we got a tag team match, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. First of all, I'm just going to blow through this match because, uh, you know, basically the Riot Squad are cannon fodder for Rousey. Yeah. And that is pretty much what happened. The match ended with, uh, Natalia um, hit the Piper Fit, and that, that I only perked up when uh, what happened after the match. But wait, there's more. There's more. Uh, Becky Lynch 
she makes her way down. This is only on one crush. Mm-hmm. So she must be getting better. Feeling better. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she comes to the crowd, and the security's trying to stop her. And uh, Natty, Natty's trying to be peacemakers, like, don't do this. Don't do And Becky, well, Becky will not listen to reason. And just starts laying into uh, Natalia with the, uh, the crutch. And Rhonda ain't going to stand for that. She jumps out of the ring, grabs the crutch, and hits Becky in the gut, who no-sells it. And then Becky grabs the crutch back, hits Rhonda in the gut, who also no-sells it. And I'm thinking, come on, guys. It's a crutch. It's a crutch. Don't sell the crutch. So, uh, you know, security eventually breaks them up, and they take Becky out again. And uh, as uh, Rhonda's helping uh, Natalia back up the, with the, you know, security helping her to the back, Rhonda go, goes back to the ring, and then she grabs a mic. And she immediately calls out Vince McMahon. She demands Vince McMahon come out here. And I'm thinking, oh, please. Please, can we see Ronda Rousey kick Vince McMahon's ass? Put, oh, him, put him in the arm bar? That would be great. <clears throat> uh, but Stephanie McMahon's music hits. And she comes out. And uh, she says, you know, like, um, she says, uh, what did you say? Sorry. Um, yeah, it says that, uh, you know, uh, she says that decision stands for WrestleMania. Yep. And that changed it. Your opponent's Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and Ronda wants Becky at this point. Yeah, she is just demanding that Becky Lynch uh, be reinstated <coughs> and be made her opponent. And Stephanie McMahon, no. And, and I love how Ronda even phrased it. She was like, think about the legacy. And this is why I'm talking about the whole rift here between Stephanie and Triple H and Vince, the, the tech thing. Ever since that Vince overrode their decision and made Charlotte the match. <coughs> Where it's like, think about the legacy. Think about the message you want to send to your daughters. Ooh. Think about that. Triple H. And you can see that gets to Stephanie. And you think maybe she's actually considering it in the face. And she went, I'm sorry, Rhonda, that's absolutely not going to happen. And then as she's uh, walking away, you know, Rousey gets in front of her and says, no, no, this title belt. I, I love this belt because it represents being the best, but after this mockery that you guys have made of it, it's just a, it's just a scrap. It means nothing. And she says that, you talk about your dad making all the tough decisions. It's time you made the right decision. And then she lays the belt down and just leaves. I love this promo. That, it's huge. I freaking yeah. loved it. And it's a perfect way to bring Becky back. And, and it's, it's just alluding to how the women are doing it so much better than the men. It's like, I I don't, I don't know if there's sexism in the writing staff or or if like, you know, maybe they have different writing teams, but whoever's writing for the women are killing it. You you can tell that they're putting special attention to it. (coughs) And I also like to touch about mentioning that Vince McMahon needs to make the right decision. It's almost alluding to uh, how the fans feel sometimes with Vince. Like, like, Vince, for God's sake, dude. Push this guy. Get out of your freaking old When especially with, with um again, not to precursor anything, with all the stuff with the McMahons and that family being pulled out to the forefront, it's really creating a story there. For sure. It's interesting where to go. Like I said, as soon as um Vince came out after they said they had a deal, I was like, Well, they're clearly not on the same page. But I don't know where that would go. Because I feel like I feel like the story was supposed to be eventually Becky getting the title and then fighting Stephanie. So I want—I don't know. I don't. 
seems weird now. It almost seems like her and Triple H are playing the face, which we'll get to later on, too. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. Like, all of a sudden, they don't know where they want to put them. Like, no. Like you said, the other week, one week they're going to come out as face, and then the other week they come out as heel. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. Segment by segment. Right? Yeah. And it, but it's like, at the same time now, it's like, okay, maybe we found an angle we can work with. So they kind of had to do like a whole switcheroo just to kind of get themselves like back on the right track, so to speak, right? Maybe. Maybe they just don't even know what they're doing. They're just... The, the writers are from Canada. Marijuana is legal. And it's like, maybe, maybe it's like, well, Triple H is a heel. And Vince is like, who cares? No one's going to remember last week, damn it. <laughs> um, and then he struts away, the arm's just <laughs> flapping out. <laughs> you know what? That would be great if he actually walks like that in the back. <laughs> You just got to clear the hallway. Like, you can't... Everyone just has to get out of the, the hallway because it's like, oh, man, Vince is yeah, coming yeah. again. Oh, God, the fists are coming, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, after that, uh, in the ring is Jinder Mahal. Yeah. And he's out with the Sin Brothers, and he's taking a shot at Ric Flair. He's asking, what has he ever accomplished? And I'm like, well, Jinder, he's only won the title you won 16 more times. Than you yeah. Know. So what, you know, just... I know, it's not a big difference, but, you know, whatever. I lied, sorry. Most of his titles are the WCW title, not the WWE. Still, so titles. World, he was world champion 16 more times than Jinder, but whatever. Whatever. So, um, then he comes out and he says, you're challenging anyone that's attending Flair's birthday party. And out comes Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. And, yep, you, you suck, can't start to end. And, um, I just... I just kind of skimmed through and just said basically, you know, match ends in an egg lock. Yep. Kirk gets the win. Kirk gets the win. And um, kind of random. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like they had to uh, to use him. Did, okay, did you hear anything about the um, – I, I don't even know what you'd call it. Uh, after the show ended, when it went dark? Oh, like uh, interview after the match? Okay, I'll, uh, I'll fill you in afterwards. Oh, okay, so you can wait to end the show? Yeah, okay. once, once you get well, to the end of Raw. Yeah, I, uh, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, it seemed like Kurt Angle was – with Baron and them, but now it seems like that's the weirdest thing. With all those guys, it's like they don't know who they're putting them with, right? I mean, like one week it was they were feuding with Strowman and they were feuding with Angle, and then now they're feuding with. Well, we'll get to what they're feuding with now, but it seems like they were a faction at Elimination Chamber, and the last people involved, there's no semblance of a faction. Yeah, it's weird. I have to say that those three guys, it's like everything was with them was really random. But uh, and after the match, Kurt Angle. You know, German suplex to Sin Brothers. Eh. Gotta love it. Germans, man. So, maybe you should name the American suplexes. Because we're an American doing the German suplexes. I don't know. Eh. World War II's a long time ago. Maybe it was just... Eh. <laughs> and, uh, so after that, it's time for a moment of bliss. Yes, okay. <clears throat> Why is she not wrestling? That's a good question to me. I wonder if, um... Is she not 100%? Like, did they maybe... Maybe, maybe she was healthy enough to come back and do this for now? Yeah, you know what? She came back for the Rumble, so she must be getting better. Maybe they're just like, there's so many, there's so much focus on the other women that they just figured, let her kind of do do this for a while. Maybe, but I mean, um, people are not liking the show. Most of, oh, they don't like it, eh? Uh, from what I've been reading. I'm a little biased, so I just like to see Alexa Bliss. Yes, absolutely. Right, and so she's out there, and her guest is uh, Finn Balor. Yep. And Alexa, you know, oh, actually, I like this. Before she brings out Finn, she's just like, I just want to say, bye, Rhonda. <laughs> and then says, you know, if, uh, she's like, wait, wait, you know, she's always a red carpet for the 
you know, if you need a dependable champion to, to you know, go in the main event against Flair, you know, come find me. I like that. Put yourself over. It does. It's great. Just vintage Alexa. And so she brings over guest Finn Balor. And she says, you know, uh, you know, you won the Intercontinental title in the streak, but I gotta say, um, belt, it's, uh, it's covering up your abs. And look, let's say this is a total straight, non-gay way. Guy does have good abs, though, man. I he don't does. Have abs. Nope, he's pretty chiseled. I have a one. I have a one ab. I call it the refrigerator. <laughs> it's where I hold my beer. It's just a, 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 a bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have those. You know what? I'm waiting for my royalties to come in on the dad bod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great if you got paid for having the dad bod. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> so, uh, Alexa says, you know, why don't you show me your abs and I'll show you. And, of course, before she finishes the sentence, Leo rushes it in. And Corey goes, no, damn it. <laughs> I hate you, Leo. You ruin everything. It was great. And Leo Rush comes out, and he looks like a sullen little child. Angry, downtrodden. He says, says what he said last week. Lost you don't deserve to... It almost sounds like elementary school. You don't deserve to be intercontinental champion. <laughs> I lost my snack but pack. he does. <laughs> but what I liked was uh, Finn was kind of stirring up the shit a little bit, being like, so you... Why, why, why Bobby Lashley wanted to say, why, why didn't you come here and challenge me yourself? Are you saying you're better than Bobby Lashley and that you deserve the title treatment? No, no, don't do that. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And, and then finally, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll take the title shot. All right. He's, Alexis is what he is. Not a man. Ooh. So he accepts the match. And once again, Finn Balor versus Leo Rush. Cut and paste. Yes, but they said Leo had a much better showing this time. <clears throat> I mean, Finn still got the upper hand. I watched a couple of clips. Well, they probably gave more off. Time. Leo really showed um, his quickness and his agility. A lot of the stuff he pulls. Yeah, he can go. And I mean, he, he obviously can't, you know, compete with Finn on that level. But well, I mean, in terms of star power, probably not. No, no. but I mean, they, yeah, they said he had a much, much better showing. Obviously, Finn got the win. Yes. But and uh, after the match, but here's something that I noticed, and it, it made me nervous because this is where I started to watch. After he hits the coup de gras, he's holding his ankle. I don't know if you saw this. Ooh, after really? Match, he was holding his ankle, and I'm like, don't get hurt after you, you won the Intercontinental title. Because he got hurt right after he won the Universal title, and he didn't get a title for how many years after that, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, don't get hurt now, man. Ooh. I hope not. I hope, it's, I hope it was just like a, a little tweak, and he's fine. He's, Walk it off. Walk it off. What I saw, there was an interview with Heavy Machinery. Yes. So after that, um, who's Heavy Machinery, guys? Tell me. Well, those those two guys, Tucker and Otis. Uh, you remember Steak and Steak and Wait, Tucky? Steak and Wait. Oh, what? I don't know. Oh, you <laughs> uh, I guess another So these are the two NXT guys that are recently called up in the past uh, couple months. Okay. And yeah, they seem like the blue collar kind of working man. Kind of. I don't think I've seen a match with them yet. I'll have to. Segments, so. Okay, well, like maybe next week. So, uh, well, probably. Like, look at who their opponents are probably going to be. So Tucker's walking backstage, and he comes up on a team I totally forgot about. The Ascension. Yeah, now who are they? Because I have no fucking idea. Their names are Connor and Victor. And as soon as Connor says, Hey, look what we got here, Victor. I forgot that Victor was the one guy, and Connor was 
Lenny and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, you know, the Simpsons start making fun of uh, Tucker's teammate Otis. They beat up to him. They call him, you know, say it's bad. And, you know, Tucker's saying, hey, well, you do not want to talk to my little brother like that, right? Ooh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right? And then Otis comes up and says, hey, what's going on, Tucky? And he tells him, uh, you know, oh, hey, these guys are saying about you? They're saying, <laughs> and he runs into uh, Victor and Connor, and it's the most awkward run-in, like, charge I've ever seen. Really, eh? It, it was almost like a, a bowling ball rocking over two pins awkwardly. <laughs> I feel like we're on a bad streak of this week. Last week it was uh, Strowman charging into Corbin, and it was like a... Like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, the, the charge, it's kind of a kind of an awkward move. It's kind of hard to take. I mean, if you see a big guy running at you, if you're... A, like a 200 something pound guy, you're probably like, uh, eh. you don't want to take this? <laughs> yeah. It's like I could just step aside. Oh. Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, anyway, so after that segment, uh, Bobby Lashley is backstage with Theo Rush, and Lashley's just furious with him. And he's just ripping into him. He says, How can you trust him? And he's like, After, after rip, tearing him a new one, he's like, Okay, let's go for my magic Strowman. And Leo's kind of like, I don't know. He walks out with him reluctantly. And uh, so we go to the ring, and uh, Lashley gets in there, and Strowman comes out, and just before uh, you know Strowman can you know get ready, Lashley attacks him from behind. It's a weird theme with him, eh? Yeah, he he's really doing the cheap him. shots. Which is weird. He's such a big guy. He doesn't need that kind of advantage, right? It's like I'll just punch you in the face. I'm fucking like uh, six seven, three hundred pounds. And this match doesn't even get started. Dude. They just start brawling, and uh, again, it ends, this just ends with Lashley or uh, Strowman charging into Lashley. Yeah, like I, I, that's what I was reading. Like there wasn't even a pinfall. He just, he just walks out. Yeah, actually, it's funny. So I was watching it live. It just like I kind of was like, wait, what did I miss? Did I miss the end of the match? And uh, but they, Corey did point, and he's got revenge now on Corbin and now Lashley. Got Steve McIntyre. <coughs> just leaves Dre. Yeah. Um. So after that, Charlie Caruso's backstage with Seth Rollins, and she asks uh, about the, you know, the pep in Rollins' step. He's, he's feeling good. And Rollins has been thinking about the WWE, uh, you know, WrestleMania match with Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously. And uh, that this is the biggest match of his career. He promises that he's going to walk out with WrestleMania uh, as the Universal Champion. Same as Bobby Dean. Yeah. Uh, but he says he's also, uh, you know, seems secondary tonight because he's got his best friend back, you know. And it's time to celebrate. And they're going to go get a cold beverage because that's what buddies do, man. So we're <laughs> yeah. Hey. Sitting around drinking. Right. <laughs> it's time to go burn it down, but in a different way. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, now we're drinking wheatgrass juice. What the fuck is wrong with you? Burn it down. <laughs> run, run through your quick feet. Burn those yeah. clothes down. <laughs> so uh, after that, the limousine pulls up, and out walks the man of the hour. And not Leo Rush. No, no. Ric Flair. Yeah, he does. his wife. Seventieth, he's got the suit on. He's looking good. Woo! Styling and profiling. And um, so after that, we go to the ring, and it's time for uh, Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre. Dean and Drew. Yep, part D. Double D's, baby. And uh, you know, uh, so so it's an actual match this time. Well, yeah, 
It's a no DQ match. Uh, so sweet. And Dean walks down to the belt. Sorry, down to the ring with two belts on. Two belts? He walks down with two belts on. Around his waist? <laughs> Around his waist. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> a lot of people are like, well, I guess he's crazy now, so what do you expect? But it's a no DQ match. So one of those belts comes off. And his pants stay up. Right? Thinking. Thinking. So, uh, <laughs> during the match, uh, when Ambrose on the outside, Elias hits him in the back with a guitar. And now it seems like Elias is now part of this uh, sex. Because after the match, he goes back in. You know, he gets to uh, fit in. And after the match, Corbin and Lashley come out. So now yeah. here we go. That faction. Stable. Is uh, they start beating on Dean, and the crowd's already cheering for Seth to come out. Yeah. And then you hear the burn it down, and Seth comes out. He stops on the ramp, and then Roman's music hits, and the two of them hit the ring, and they start hitting everything in sight. And the place just tears itself apart. Burn it down, man. Brings uh, some Superman punches, spears McIntyre, and they clean house. And as they're walking back up the ramp, Dean's sitting there in the ring, and they look look at the ramp. Yeah, sign the contract. It's the stuff. And that's what I mean, man. Elimination <coughs> Chamber. They did the triple power bomb spot. And I emphasize the shield spot in this way. And here we are. Shield revival, baby. Yeah. If Elias is in it, they need a fourth. They need a fourth. Who would they get? Braun Strowman. Yep. Who else has like, a vendetta? Can you imagine two huge guys like Reigns and Strowman? Oh, my God. They've, they've worked against each other so many times. The shield versus uh, Strowman. To put them together. You're hard, aren't you? No, the question. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, do you think it's too soon, maybe Fastlane? Well, again, it I depends. Mean, it depends when Dean. Match, so maybe Reigns doesn't have to do that much. Maybe, yeah, that's very, very true. Um, I, I, who knows how long Dean's still there for? Wait, he's. I feel like it's just after Mania. I think yeah, just after Mania, they so were saying. Maybe they're trying to get it done before. Uh, Milk that. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe his buddies all coming back, them rewriting some stories. Maybe Dean will be like, you know what? Give me that contract. Because uh, apparently they offered him a shitload of money, and he turned it down. Because he, he hated what they were doing with him. He hated his spot. Yeah. And that's saying if his buddies are back and they're they're writing decent again, maybe he'd be like, you know what? Well, it's funny. Um, maybe that was the whole storyline because I felt like it was weird they were putting Dean back and Seth and ignoring. Everything that had happened? And I guess because maybe that, I'm wondering how long they've known Reigns would be back. Hard to say, right? Maybe this is all part of their plan to... Master manipulators. Again. So uh, up next is Bailey versus Nia Jax. Yeah, that was... Continuing the, uh, the feud. A, a singles match, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, cool. I mean, they've announced that they're going to face uh, Nia and Tina for the mm-hmm. tag titles at uh, Fastlane. And, uh, I guess that means next week will be Sasha and Tamina. Yeah. And I saw the clips and I saw um, a couple of stills and that, and apparently she hits the huge macho man elbow up. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> when she hits it from that third turnbuckle and it brings it down. 
But again, uh, maybe it's just, again, you got the big evil there. They're going to kick them out of the way, and it's going to set it up for future storylines. Maybe maybe they're just running through the motions, right? But I just find it interesting. Like, how do you have momentum if you lose against one of the tag titles? Yeah. Maybe Tamina will get the win on Sasha next week. People are complaining about the Revival losing all the time, and like the tag champs won, and the women's tag champs are like, wait, what? Yeah, what the fuck is this? I just can't. I'm not happy, dude. (laughs) Forever happy. Um, so after that, um, you know, Triple H and Stephanie are sitting backstage and the whole roster is behind them. It's like everybody for Ric Flair celebration. If you want, it's just funny watching Strowman in the back behind him, smiling <laughs> and rocking. It's just like, it doesn't look right. Hey guys, can I get some cake? <laughs> Ric Flair, guys. <laughs> Woo. Woo. He's going to get these hands. Did you guys get the marble cake like I asked for? <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, Triple H gets in the ring and he's, man, he ends up, uh, Corporate man that he is, hype and WrestleMania. Roman coming back. He always has like, he's always got like a big 50 announcements in a night, eh? Yeah. Like, the big, like, Triple H music, he hit this spot, this, 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 and he's just like, yep, uh-huh, got it, yeah, done, yeah. yeah. He just got all written he's on his huge hand, and he's like. <laughs> of all, the walking announcement board, see? By the way, have you checked the uh, current affairs yet? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he starts talking, he puts on a promo video for Ric Flair. Yep. He's covered in blood all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same, same shots you've seen from all like, the yeah. player DVD and all that stuff. And uh, what made me laugh, though, is they, they then say they got prepared this special belt for him. And I'm thinking, how many world titles does he already have? This probably no. means nothing to him. No. Nah. Who, who's down there with him? Let, let's go to oh, the yeah. we got to do the characters, right? So, yeah, who did he invite to the ring? He invited, he invited uh, Ricky the Dragon Seamboat. Yeah, he was. And he comes out and he starts chopping everybody. Yeah. And of course, guys around WWE and they called Kurt Angle out, which made sense from what happened earlier, just to be a celebration. But I don't get the connection with him and Flair. The only thing I can think of is that they had a ruach one time, and Kurt Angle said this Hall of Fame speech that he actually can't do it anymore because he hurt his neck doing it. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. He's like, ah, ah, no, can't do it, Rick. Can't do it anymore. Uh, you know what? And maybe in real life, they're actually really close. I mean, between okay, so you had Flair, you had Sting, you had DDP. He he was like, no, no, no. But I'm like in in WCW. Oh yeah, yeah. Luger was there. Yeah. Um, Macho Man when he switched sides. Like it was just every pay per view. That's it was one of those guys going for the championship for the longest time. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's just the cycle, and it got old eventually. Yeah. Like I said, 2000. It's like Ric Flair fighting Hogan. You're like, okay, again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, they, and the funny thing is, as this is happening, B, I'm thinking to myself, 
Um, where's Orc? Where's Batista? I'm thinking like where's Legacy? Evolution, oh, Evolution. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Legacy. Whoops. Yeah, where are those baby oil boys clubs? <laughs> the Austin Rose. So uh, yeah, and uh, I was thinking maybe this is going to be the impetus to that feud because there have been rumors for a long time about Batista versus Triple H, and well, I was half right, my friend, because they announced Ric Flair, and uh, you know they he goes woo, and his music hits, and Ric Flair does not come out, and you're like, oh, what's going on? And then you see it, Lee, you see it, Batista dragging the cameraman by his neck in the back, and he's. Props him up and he goes, watch this. He opens Ric Flair's locker, the door slams shut. You hear some banging and things being thrown around. And then Batista comes down dragging Ric Flair's lifeless carcass. Yep. And he looks into the camera and he says, do I have your attention now, Triple H? Huh? Huh? Yeah. And all I can say is all I'm staring at <coughs> is his nose ring. Yes. It, <laughs> it's at very least, distracting. <coughs> very distracting. They were showing the promos nonstop since. Through 205, through SmackDown, uh, commercial commercials, and it, it just it sparkles. Like <laughs> that's all I can say, uh, right? Like, I'm just like, come on, pull it out. Uh, <laughs> I have a thing on nose rings. I don't know, it's weird. But uh, so uh, Triple H immediately starts running to the back, and you know he gets back there, and Batista's long gone, and he's over Flair, and Flair is crying out in pain as as, as Triple H calls for. Uh, medical help, mm-hmm. and that's how Raw goes off the air, and it looks like this is the program. Triple H, uh, Batista, WrestleMania, and uh, I gotta say, um, when the rumors were first announced, I was not looking forward to this feud because, you know, Triple H isn't a full-time guy anymore, Batista's an older guy, it's not yeah. like you said anything benefiting the younger guys, <laughs> it just seemed kind of out of place to me. But what a way to start it. Uh, I agree. Great way to start it because, you know, Triple H's admiration for Flair and the way he was giving that speech, you know, like, that's from the heart. This guy idolizes Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. Like, and you could tell it back in the evolution days. But the thing that, that threw me, Lee, is, like, you know about Batista's love for Ric Flair, too. It's well documented. Yeah. It almost seems so random. It doesn't seem believable to me that he would attack uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> well, it's like, um, it's like you had to go dark side. To get his attention, right? Yeah. And I'm sure uh, going forward, like, the, the promos will be great. I'm, Batista's pretty decent at explaining what his, uh, what his channeling into himself, and p- explaining why he's mad yeah. or something like that. And I just think it's interesting they're doing Triple H face. Batista, I mentioned this to you before, but Triple H face, Batista heel. Yeah. And I almost feel it was Batista's request to be a heel. It, it, it's well, it's something that comes more natural to him, right? Yeah, and I think it's something he likes to play better. Yeah, like he enjoys it. Well, and I think who doesn't like being the bad? Like, who doesn't want to be the Joker? It, and it's great, right? I mean, you you can have so much fun with it. Um, it, it's like what you said to earlier, like with um, Triple H and Stephanie switching sides. It's like the way it's writing them right now. Yeah, it's it's forcing them to be faces, whereas but it won't last, yeah. well, it might last. It's a given moment. It's going to last for now because what may have to happen is they're going to have to go against McMahon. They're going to have to go against Vince. Okay. Right? Because they're going to have to get Becky in that main event. They're going to have to get Ronda back. Yeah. And they're going to go against Vince to do it. And what that may happen, oh. okay, this will finally put Vince out. Do you think maybe this <clears throat> might lead to um, – it's been a long rumor for years about where the Nexus came in. Remember the Nexus? Yeah. And how they came in and invaded. This would lead to – Triple H doing an NXT invasion. 
Which is a shame because they brought up a lot of guys that would have been perfect to lead that charge. Yeah. yeah. Well, at, at this point now, it's like it's almost going to it's like it's going to be leading to like Stephanie and H versus Vince. That's what I'm saying. And then better than the guys that Triple H has nurtured. Well, and that's and maybe a, they could even still join them. Oh yeah. On the main spies, roster. spies, right? Moles. It'd be, like, be kind of like um in 2001 when they did the WCW invasion, right? Um, so Jericho and Kane were in a tag match, right? With uh, two WCW guys, Lance Storm and Mike Awesome, who also have strong ECW ties, right? Yep. So a bunch of WWE guys came onto the ring to help out Jericho and Kane. And I'm looking at the bunch. I'm looking at the bunch. You got the Dudley Boys. You got Taz. You got um, Just Incredible, Raven. Just like, Incredible? I forgot about him. I, and I'm like... These are all ECW guys, and sure enough, they all start beating on Jericho and Kane, and then Paul Heyman, who was at the broadcast table, jumps in the ring and starts doing his waving his ponytail around. Just go nuts. <laughs> ECW is joining the invasion. Maybe it could be like that too, where like you got like a revival runs out, and um, I don't know, EC3. No, no, he <laughs> yeah, we just leave EC3. Out. He trips, falls, slides under the <laughs> ring, and you never see him again. <laughs> And maybe that a whole civil war thing, right? Like maybe that's maybe that'll be an angle they do. But like in the end, because I, I mean, see that. That'd be great. yeah, because I mean Vince has wanted out for a while, right? Well, it's almost like I said. It's the perception is that Triple H is the future. He's young. He's, he gets it. And then you got Vince, who he listens to Motorhead. He's the old guy. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got Vince is the old guy, right? He's out of touch. He doesn't know. <laughs> Exactly, right? It seems to be the consensus. So they could totally use that perception and build a story off that. Which will come into play again with SmackDown, which we'll get to. But before we get to SmackDown, dude, I want to know what this dark... Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you're so like, yes, well, go. Th- th- this came on my recommendations. It's like, what happened after Flair was attacked? And I'm like, what? And it was a clip that was put out. So it goes back to the ring, right? Um... Michael's just standing there. Angle's standing there. Ricky's standing there with the cake. And they're kind of like... They're just standing there. Well, they're like, what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden, Jinder Mahal's music starts playing again. And down <laughs> down he comes with the Singh brothers, right? Oh, no. So he starts coming down, and he's... I don't know. He kind of trashes Flair again. And he's like, well, this shouldn't be a birthday celebration. Let's make this. We're going to have a celebration Let's make it a Punjabi celebration. <laughs> and then he's like, hit it. And then some Indian music starts playing. Is it great Kali come out or something? Or? No, it, 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 it's it's so random. Because then the, the Singh brothers, they hook hands and feet. And yeah, they start, doing their, dance, they start yeah, yeah. doing their dance. And Jinder's doing the, the Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, oh, yes, to the yeah. beat of the music. And everyone's like, what's going on? And then, bam, Michaels hits a super kick. Amazing. See, I think the reason all that was done to me was for the fact that the big climax of the show happened backstage, just to give the fans something. <laughs> so Michaels hits the super kick. Angle scoops him up again, over the shoulder. Angle slam. Well, fires him right through the table. The table Does doesn't Ricky go for the splash. What's that? No, 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 Ricky stands. Oh, Ricky stands back, right? But, so he hits the table and he kind of goes over, and then Angle grabs the cake, flips it onto him. The Singh brothers are still dancing away. Michaels hits another one with a kick, puts him over the table into the cake because Ginger ends up rolling out. 
And then I, I don't even remember what happened with the other Sting brother. He gets grabbed. He gets suplexed, ankle locked or whatever. He's out. Angle goes over, grabs armfuls of cake, and just dumps it on the dude. The crowd's just going nuts. Oh, yeah, right? You got to give him something, something more happy, man. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, so I'm like, the guy got two spots in one night? I mean, none of them were, none of them were favorable for him. But. All right, before we start SmackDown, I'm going to grab another beer. Okay. If you want one. Yes. <laughs> yes, goddammit. Yes! It's like, Darcy, why are you asking me these questions? Thank you, my man. Excuse me, could you get me a lemon water? That's we we, we need the, the shattered glass. Cucumber water. <laughs> the shattered glass like sound effect. We need to slam the beer. That's a cucumber. All right, so SmackDown starts off right. It's gonna be totally fresh to me. I'm excited. I'm kind of pissed because I fr- I missed the first few minutes, so I was like, oh, and my phone is screwing up. So then when I jumped in there and they were they were like explaining what happened, I was like, what, what, what? I was, I was pretty mad. Okay, well, what happened? <laughs> okay, first couple minutes, man? so we start off. It's the contract signing between Kofi and Daniel Bryan. For Fastlane. For okay. Fastlane, they're in there. It's the regular contract signing. It was better. It was better. <laughs> opening the beer. It was better this time, guys. I have a really hard time opening you beers. You really do. <laughs> Somebody get this guy an Apple Teeny. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, they're in there. It's it's the classic contract signing. But what's a classic contract signing without somebody interfering? Oh, for me, it's, a, it's just action happening. So yeah. in walks Vince McMahon. Vince. <laughs> and he, he really goes on. He it out for Daniel Bryan. It's weird. Well, this was weird because he's kind of like, I got to stop this right here because he's doing what he, like, what did I write? He's doing what he does for the company and he wants the draw. He wants to make the big promotion. So he's replacing Kofi. There's the out of touch thing, V. Out walks Kevin Owens. Okay. Just when I think you can't get any dumber, Vince, so, you go and redeem yourself for me. Owens gets the title shot. He goes up to the ring. And, oh my God, he's back. And he signs the contract. He seems very, very humble, though. He seems very so face. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so they get out there. But I'm surprised. This is I feel like this is getting booed. Surprisingly not. I mean, it, it was a good mixture. A lot of people were happy he was back. Like, but the fat Kofi was getting pulled. Just just my opinion. Like, I, First of all, I'm the biggest Kevin Owens guy. Canadian boy, right? I, I, I'm such a huge fan of what I've seen. If I had a hat, I would take it and hold it over my heart right now. I've always been curious of how he's going to do a face turn. I think he'd do really well. But as glad as I he's back and would love to see him get a little title shot, I do think Kofi has the, is the hot hand right now. He's got the momentum. Yes. And I think it'd be stupid not to capitalize on that. Exactly. Or is that the Mania match now? You know what? And your guess is good as mine. There's like stuff just blowing up everywhere, right? The fact that you got Vince taking him out makes me feel like this is going to be eventually building to that. Yes, but then that's thing again with the fans want him even more. Right? With Vince showing up and pulling this shit again, it it alludes to that whole civil war thing we just talked about, right? Figures. I don't look at the recap at all. Oh, Kevin Owens comes back. Oh, you did miss anything? Your favorite guy in the world came back. No. So then next no. up. So, yeah, so this happens. Next up, it's the bar. 
they don't set the bar to be. They are the bar. Yeah. Versus, I wish I could do the theme right now. You get that little drum beat. Dun, 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 dun. The Hardy Boys. Matt? Fat Hardy is back. <laughs> they come out together. She's big teeth, by the way. Yes. Uh, it, it looks like they were capped. Like he's yeah, wearing. Like, I think we did that. Yeah, something. like he's wearing a doll teeth or something. It's really weird. Before we get to that match of the week, was there anything more to that promo? I'm sorry, I interrupted. And, uh, I, I didn't. That's thing. Like said, I, I, I missed. I missed that. Oh, you missed all this. I, oh, you didn't go back. I, I, well, I, I caught what I could, could catch through the recaps. Said the guy who didn't even watch it. I, I, let's sing. Watch, I'm watching it live on a device. I couldn't just scroll it back. Oh, right. Right, I wasn't recording. Did you send me the link, by the way? Uh, I was. It's a, it's the same channel you watched on Monday. Wait, wait, did you actually send me the link in a text? I feel like I was preoccupied Tuesday and you sent me something. Um, no, that was a kick-ass guitar video. Cool. We'll watch. Right. We'll no. watch it later together. Yeah, sounds good. Man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was literally, I, so many times in my day, man. I'll be doing something. And I'll be like, uh, I'll catch it later. And then like, it's like literally like a. You sent me something. Shit. It's Jared Dines. Jared Dines is a kick-ass metal guitarist. But this isn't a rock podcast, dude. No, I know. It's a wrestling podcast. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Maybe there's one guy like, wait, I want to hear more about this guitar. Fuck, I also listen to guitar. I also listen. Fuck. <laughs> I also enjoy sounds and music. Because wrestling fans can be musicians. Well, yeah, we're proof of that. that that's true. The, yeah. the sample is two to two, guys. Yeah, we, we wrote our theme. <laughs> you did. I'm not, you know what, I can't take credit for that. I, I could take credit for that. You you approved it, and you I enjoyed said it. I like uh, 90s video game wrestling theme. Yeah, which which what I was kind of going for. So, anyways, yeah. <clears throat> so, Hardy Boys comes out versus the bar. And... They had a good feud a couple years ago, by the way. Yeah, so I was like, Matt's back. What's up? And he looked good. He did? I came back halfway through the match. He looked... He, you know what? He... Bit better shape. This surprises me, V, because when they came back a couple years ago, they feuded with the bar primarily. And, like, obviously happy the Hardy Boys are back, you know, being big band. <clears throat> but you could tell the the years have taken a toll on them. They're, they're a lot slower than they were. Well, and I mean, Jeff came out and Jeff was doing his thing. And, and I think it's good for a tag because, like, it's not like Elimination Chamber, right? Where he just, like, burns out like a candle. Like, just bam, 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 and well, then he's done, right? Well, very sparringly. Yeah. I think that was probably by design. I mean, I think, like, he's on, like I said, they're on that. Both parties are on the twilight of their career. Like, they're almost done. Yeah. I, I thought Matt was done, man. I'm surprised he came out. Well, and that's the thing. Like, uh, a lot of people um, watching recaps and everything later a lot of people were like thought he was about to announce his retirement here he is back wrestling in the dead i feel like it's close though like they don't have many many years left no and i I think he's just trying to squeeze out what he could but i mean they came out they had a great showing that's good and they have great chemistry at the bar so yes and that that's thing everyone's like great match great looking match uh very relieved that sheamus doesn't appear to be injured Mm -hmm. Uh, again it's more about the tag team scene than it is about sheamus uh, but the one good, the funny thing is, I did think of the silver lining. If Sheamus does get injured, it forces him to put Cesaro back in the singles run, which I think would be good for him. Yeah, and and you know what? I think Cesaro, I I call Mister Caesar, um, would do good as a single now because I feel like well, he, he was, he was <coughs> to get some traction before. They, they need they need a few more heels. So um, yeah, it came out. It wasn't it wasn't a very long match, but uh, it was good. Hardys get the win. Which is cool because I was actually the return, yeah, yeah, uh, and it was one of those things I was looking what was at. The point, though? I'm interested in that. Yeah, 
just to, just to have that match. Out of nowhere, to be honest. It was you. out of nowhere, and it, I uh, I didn't write it down, but I think it was during that match that they announced that um, the last match of the night was going to be Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan's and Rowan. Ro- Rowan? Rowan? Eric Rowan. Okay. Yeah. I find it interesting. I wonder how that's going to work. And appara- Kofi's got to be pissed that he's out of Kofi's got to be pissed. And apparently, Kevin Owens requested the match. Watch him on a heel turn. Fuck. We will see, right? He's going heel again. So. Oh, Kevin, no. Match wasn't very long. And Hardy's get the win by pinfall. So after that, goes backstage. There's Alistair Black and Ricochet watching the TV again. Talking about it. Uh, Lana comes up and starts goading him. And then she ends up goading them into a match with Rusev and Shinsuke. So it's Rusev and Shinsuke versus Black and... Black and Ricochet. So they're really pairing those two, eh? For a second night in a row. I just feel like, even though they're both NXT calls, I feel like it's a random pairing. Yeah, um... I don't know, like... I, I'll get to it later, which hopefully okay. hopefully, will, hopefully happens, because it, it would be very, very good. So next up, um... You, uh, R-Truth comes out. With the, the US, US title, champ. the US champ, we finally see him. By his absence. And he comes out and he finally, uh, well, he, not finally, he does the open challenge. Because he's like, haven't done anything yet. Uh, yeah, talks about the Cena thing. And who accepts? Who's the first person to be that's going to jump on this challenge? Is Ty Dillinger? Uh, Andrade comes out. Ooh. But as he's coming down to the ring, the Mysterio ring. comes booking, <laughs> booking past him into the ring and beats Suck him. It, Andrade. But what R2 says is like, you know what? We'll make okay. it a triple threat match. Fighting U.S. champion, okay? Yeah. All right. So uh, they get in That's there. That's what's up. They get in there, and um, <clears throat> not a spectacular match, but it was – honestly, it couldn't have been done better. It was solid for what the time. Be- because, frame. yeah, um, a, a, a lot of – I read this, and a lot of people agreed on this. Everyone ended where they were supposed to end up. So it ended up being Ray and Andrade did the most of the fighting. Right. Right. Uh, they est- got themselves in there. They established themselves. Raised the face. Andrade is the heel. And then Archer slips in to get the win. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Ray hits the 619. Andrade's down for the count, but Archer gets in there, rolls yeah, up Ray, of course. gets the win. Yeah. So it, it kind of. So basically, the reason he was able to swoop in and get the victory is because they were so consumed by their feud kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it leaves everybody right where they are. So and 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 it plays oh, every still the champion they can still yeah, and it, it it played out really well pretty decent match, and um, so that was that was that was actually all right, um so then Charlotte comes out, yeah, <coughs> yeah so yeah, <laughs> actually before this starts I'm gonna open another I'm gonna open another beer you guys. Um, on that note yeah, yeah. by the way I'm finishing this one that I your first one and you said you enjoyed the beer. And he let it get warm. That's disrespectful. Um, no, it's because I was doing some talking on Raw. And I thought it was empty. And then the light caught it. And I'm like, nope, it is not empty. You know? But I've always hated the bottom of any beer. It's like the... the same with pop, too. You get that bottom of a pop bottle. And you're like, no, it's just warm piss. You know? And pop? Yeah, you know, like... like, like, like I love pop. But it's all sugar. Bottom, it's all fizzy. And then you get to the bottom. It's all flat. It's... You drink it till it's gone, buddy. The saddest thing you've ever seen me, <coughs> The last bit of beer. Daddy says drink your medicine. Okay, so Charlotte comes down. She's she's playing that heel so well. So well. And um, 
she comes down. She ends up playing a clip of Rhonda. Not sure when it – it just said months ago. Okay. And she comes down there, and Rhonda says herself that if the champ can't properly defend her title, she should step aside. She should vacate that. Because in sickness or health, you are a champ and you are expected to perform. And that's what she wanted to do. You know what's funny about that is there's almost a logic to that. Yeah. Well, you, 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 like, like as a heel, you can understand what she's trying to do and you hate her for it. But in a way, it kind of like, like fuck. She's actually not making sense. Yeah. Damn it. And, 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 and that, hate, that makes you hate her even more. And that worked perfectly. So then, uh, so then Charlotte's sitting there and she's like, well, since Rhonda left that belt at Stephanie's f- feet, that means she stepped aside. And Charlotte herself was going to show up at Raw next week to accept that belt from Stephanie oh, McMahon. God. You, I can hear the boos from the crowd. She, she watch, said, I can hear them coming down on and, it. And, like, and that's the thing. Um, <clears throat> the announcers, Corey, all those guys, they're like, she said nothing about her father. She said nothing about the attack on her father. Of course. All, all she's, she's... That's a perfect deal right there. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's funny about that, too, ironically. Well, no, it, it, and again, it just shows that that one sidedness of the heel, you know, and that, that she's playing she's playing into it perfectly because it's just narrow sided. She's got her eyes on that belt and nothing else. Well, it's funny you mention that because remember I told you I'm watching the old nitros, right? I'm up to the bad period, the uh, '99, the 2000 period. Oh yeah. And when David <clears throat> Flair was fighting, and Flair's being a heel, and like so, the wall choke slams David through a table, right? And like Terry Funk and Kurt Henning come out, and Henning's feuding with Flair. And he goes, "Where's the old man?" And Flair's nowhere to be seen. And then Rick's in the back, like they even say, "Rick, are you worried about your son?" He's like, "David's a grown man. He's a Flair. He doesn't need me out there. I'm doing my own thing." Woo! And it's like Flair. It's like the worst dad in the world. <laughs> and there you go. There you go. Like father, like daughter, eh? So there you go. So Charlotte, you know, Rick's got her. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with me, right? Do I still want a championship match? Yeah. Well, what do I care about my dad, right? Yeah. By the way, Dad, I just want to say I love you, man. <laughs> love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. Rick Fontaine, best dad in the world. Smoking cigarettes and doing push-ups. <laughs> that was a great uh, story. I'm going to tell him that. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes while you couldn't push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, um, we get the Aleister Black versus... And Ricochet versus Shinsuke and Rusev match. The new tag team was the other new tag team. Yep. So, um, again, great match. It was showcasing all the talent of the new guys. It's not a bad talent in the match. No. Yeah. Both of them, right? So, this one went it went back and forth a lot. Um, Ricochet looked a little slower at the start. Okay. Okay. So, uh, But, I mean, again, these guys are performing night after night. Like, you got to be... These guys are doing a lot of triple duty. And especially for... Like, I mean, what Ricochet does, what he does in that ring. Yeah, there can be a lot to take on. Uh, oh, yeah. You'd need an Advil after that. Probably. I, yeah. I don't know how old he is, you but. Know what? And also, uh, what I think about every time I watch him is sustainability. Yeah. How long is he going to last and before I, I, something yeah, happens? Like, I can't see him doing these moves in his mid, mid-30s. Some of them, anyway. I don't know. Oh, you'd have I hope to. he's uh, working on that yoga, man. E- eating <laughs> his fucking kale every day. That's yeah, all I say. Yeah, he's going to need it, man. So, but, um, yeah, it was slower, but, I mean, they were still hitting the moves. Um, Shinsuke and Rusev, they, they, they commented on how they're working better as a team. They, they were in there. They're, like, the, the, their flow was a lot better. They actually working on isolating a bit. So, that was good. Um, oh, yeah. It's tough to just go on. They're going to get better as a team, right? Yeah. Uh, so, then, yeah, Ricochet finally gets some, some, 
some momentum. Um, he gets slowed down by Rusev. Rusev starts getting in there and interfering. Um, <clears throat> tags Black back in. And it was kind of weird because um, he gets Rusev out of the ring. Right. So Rusev gets in. He's interfering. Ricochet knocks him out of the ring. Tags Black. And before Black goes in after Nakamura, he kind of walks to the middle of the ring and just like drops, but conveniently pulls that top rope down as Ricochet shoots through to take out Rusev. Oh, okay. So first off, I thought, I thought you were going to say that Black was turning on uh, Ricochet. No, and it was. Uh, I'm so just kind of like, I'm like, what is he doing? And like, he pulls the rope down, and then Ricochet so just shoots off like, over. Almost like like mine's kind of. Yeah, Re- really show some cool teamwork there, and this is what I like because then all of a sudden we get Black versus Shinsuke. So we oh, get Black the Striker versus Strong Style. There you go. And this is what I would love to see these guys in a singles competition because they're going back and forth. They're dodging moves. Black does his little, I'm going to sit down cross-legged. And he does it to literally like dodge like a huge kick. And he oh, just he man. sits down in the middle well, of the ring. Like perfect taunt, right? Is also kind of a similar kind of like a mind game. Yeah, and it, and you know I think that would be a great singles match to see. I hope we get to see it soon. Um, I'm really liking what Black is bringing to the ring. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you you are like, like I, I'm, I'm the Ricochet guy. I mean, obviously you are too. But I, I love my high flyers. Yeah. And I don't I don't know anything about him. And I'm still learning, and I, I don't know. It's just whatever. I can't <laughs> figure it out. He doesn't grab. He doesn't grab me. Yeah, but I mean, watching him and Shinsuke, I was like, man, this be great be great and then so yeah ends up sm- hitting him with the black mass they get the win again on, uh, so he hits on nakamura on nakamura wow, gets so gets the p- loss. take a loss so no but and again it seems like the nxt guys they're just getting like the big push these guys are getting solid but yeah I just realized we haven't seen Gargano and Ciampa. They didn't come this week, I guess. Interesting. So I don't know if may- maybe, um, again, N- NXT is airing right now. Maybe something crazy is happening. Maybe. We don't know, right? Uh, or maybe there's just there's too much going on. They didn't have anything for him. So interesting, though. I don't know. It's, um, you c- I feel like we could have put them in one of those tag team matches and taken Ricochet and yeah. give him a break. Like guys wrestle one or day, two guys week, wrestle or, another or day. Week, are you going to get uh, – DIY doing double yeah. while Ricochet and Chomp sit out. Do you think, V, let me ask you right now, point blank, do you think they will have WrestleMania plans for these guys? Uh, you know what? If anything, it'll be Gargano and Champa versus Ricochet and Black just to get them out there. More exposure. Oh. You know what? Because <clears throat> they're, they're, they're doing the tags right now. Everybody's pushing tags. Or I, maybe, I'm still thinking, thinking uh, well, show up at tag. That that could happen uh, too. Revival. Well, yeah, you know, three three. Yes. TLC match. Yes. TLC match. I'm gonna set that match up. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, Champ has got to drop his belt down. Because you're gonna have takeover. They haven't announced a challenger form yet. Maybe that'll happen well, tonight. Yeah. But I mean NXT, it's just it's guys polishing the skills, right? right. That can change in a match. Ch- Chopper could go to a face. 
um, Adam Cole could go to a face, right? It's definitely something I'll start watching then. I, I, I told you I watched the NXT uh, UK for the first time on the weekend. Yeah, we are Ripley. Man, you know, it's so funny that the Rumble, I was like, it's going to be scary. And then, like, you sent me that picture of her. And I'm like, With the longer hair. With the cute, when she was like, like the Pokemon pillows. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, my God, Rhea's gorgeous. And then I see her again. I'm like, Rhea is hot. And that accent. And then it was her and, um, who's the champion? Tony Storm? Tony Storm. Uh, th- yeah, the, the accent's super hot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's ironic because, like, I remember um, our buddy Andrew went over to England a couple years back and he's like, Darcy, he's like, if you grab my shoulder and Darcy, go to England. The Canadian accent, super hot over there. I'm like, really? <laughs> he's like, dude, go to England. <laughs> I, I just want to know if, like, if we went over there and started talking, we'd be like, hey, are you from Canada? It'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> and that happens a lot apparently. You can tell, like, people can tell the difference between the U.S. and Canadian accent. And I, because we've grown up with it our whole lives, right, around it, I don't even, like, it doesn't even compute me that I think I have an accent. Yeah, totally and, weird. Um, yeah, it's weird. But anyways, we're getting way off topic. Way. <laughs> so where were we talking about? Okay, so, uh, oh, yeah. we're talking about the, the, the Ricochet match, match, match ended. What, what, yeah, what, could, <laughs> what, what might happen so at WrestleMania. Way we don't know. Dar- Dar- the show's <laughs> an adventure. No, the show's <laughs> an adventure. Yeah, the show's an adventure. Choose your go. own adventure. So after this, Lacey Evans comes down again. Speaking of random. Oh, I, I, somebody has to attack. Maybe Rhea Ripley will get called up to attack her. Is she a heel? Who? Do you think Lacey's a heel or is she a face? It doesn't matter. <laughs> somebody needs to attack her soon. Somebody <laughs> needs to attack her soon and you stop her. You know what? I bet it's going to happen in a women's thing. She's going to walk out and then someone like a Rhea Ripley, maybe not her because she's not key NXT UK, but like. Maybe like on a Raw and SmackDown, like some heel, Nia Jack just goes, you know what the hell, and just grabs her by the hair and just yanks her down. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe Fastlane, she'll do it during the tag team champ match. There you go. Drag down, she gets thrown into the match. Maybe she wins the tag belts and then has to choose a partner out of nowhere. No, I don't see <laughs> that. Nah, 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 your predictions are off now, man. If it happens, I'm seriously, I'm quitting. I'm quitting wrestling. I'm quitting it. No, okay, if this happens, let's do this. If this happens... Uh, totally out of random, out of nowhere, bucket of chicken. We'll do the bucket of chicken bag. The next podcast, you're gonna hear me licking his fingers as he's eating his bucket. He's like, oh fuck, that fried, that's probably oh, too hot. Crispy skin. Don't be a spicy motherfucker. So then we got the we got the uh, the AJ interview, and I'm pretty sure it's Kayla out there doing it. Oh, Kayla Brad. It's so weird for me to say first of all. Oh, Kayla. You gotta understand, guys. I have a sister named Kayla. It's so weird for me. So I'm just gonna call her Braxton. Yeah, unbreak my heart. Unbreak my heart. <laughs> so okay, she's. <laughs> Damn you! We're, we're having too much fun with this now. <laughs> Why? Because you're singing Tony Braxton. Yes. I, I feel like I warned some man card loss. Uh, you know what? Back then, she she was really hot. Yeah, I won't. I I can't even deny that I watched that video time to time in the 90s <laughs> growing up being a, being a young man listen to this song and like, it does make sense I'm gonna, I'm gonna YouTube this right now we got too many beers we're going way off topic here alright we gotta keep this going so Kayla Braxton is interviewing AJ Styles AJ Styles okay we're good alright and, and she goes right on again the leading questions right 
Of uh, course, uh, right? Just attacking them. On how he couldn't finish Brian, on how all this stuff right. happened, right? It's like, it's like, they always attack the people they're talking to, right? It's a- like, AJ did this so much better than everyone else because he's like, listen, I know what you're saying. Nobody is the, the worst critic than myself. And he likes, he's like, I know I have not been performing to that standard that I should be. And then I need to rebuild the house, the house that, that AJ Styles built. I love that he always brings it back to that saying. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, I'll, uh, he's like, all I can do is get better, get myself back in top form, and take on whoever comes next. That's the, that's the problem, right? These interviewers attack them, and they almost deny it. They almost like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare it, you? It, put, it puts it, them on the defensive. There's always things that are exactly true. Of oh, somewhere. 100%. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I – and, and it, it, but, I mean, he handled it so much better than everyone else. So he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I, I'll face the next guy who comes along. All I can do is, you know, be – be perfect. Get myself back the there. Face, baby face. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> like and, and then, like you said, re, re, you know, rebuild the house that AJ Styles built. Cool. So the camera like pans out, and there's Orton <laughs> standing, you know, a foot and a half tall. He Orton just fucking. Is he standing behind AJ? He's standing like, like to his shoulder, like behind his shoulder. Just and he's just so much bigger than so AJ is. I'm smiling because it's the feud, man. That I think we're gonna have. So. And you were right. And then, but it, old Orton said, "I'll try to do my Orton." <clears throat> What's this? The house that who built? And then that's it. See, I like that because I figured that would be the whole basis for the feud. For the past two years, AJ talking about, you know, this is the house that AJ Styles built. Meanwhile, you have Randy Orton, the guy who's been there for how many years? Orton was a pillar of SmackDown. Right? Well, yeah. Raw, SmackDown, WWE in general. And... Like I said, when he first turned heel back in October, even in his speech alluding to this, uh, I even said this before we even did this podcast. I'm like, Orton was bland as a babyface. I'm like, if you're going to turn him a heel now, have him be the disenchanted veteran, the, the guy who that pretty much his whole career has been in WWE, yep. right? WWE produced guy who is now seeing the company being taken over by guys who came up from the Indies and stuff. Yeah. And seeing the fans take this side. Who better... And like a guy like AJ Styles, who was so big on the independent scene, for him to go after. Yeah. And he even said, I'm going to take out your heroes. And then he fights Rey Mysterio. And then he fights Jeff Hardy veterans. I'm like, why aren't you fighting guys that like the, are the internet darlings? Yeah, guys, take them down a peg or two. But yeah, so um, it was it was awkward. Well, obviously. But it's awkward. Right? Yeah. But I mean, those, those guys dug it out and they got right into it. And it's just like you said, right? But I'm not thinking about how awkward the promo is. I'm thinking about. I'm not saying I'm excited to see it. It should be a great match, hopefully. Um, but yeah, like the announcers jumped all over, and that's and, and they get it. They they blow it out to like the, um, you know, AJ Styles. He's been saying since, like you said, since he got here, this is the house that AJ Styles built. It's like, but this is Orton's show. Orton has been here. Yeah. Orton has survived here. Exactly. You think the guys have come and gone? Who's who's? Stuck? Yeah. It's like is or- is Orton gonna let somebody take that away from him? No. He's gonna sneak up on him and he's gonna RKO him. And he's going to do that lip face like you see in the YouTube videos. And he's going to run away. And he's going to do his, his awesome Orton pose. And then he's going to, somebody's going to rub him down with some and oil. And he's going to in, in the TV, you're going to hear Darcy go, I hear voices <laughs> in my head. They count to me. They understand. They talk to me. Wow, wow, wow. Do you think he's sponsored by Johnson & Johnson Baby Oil? <laughs> <laughs> I 
KY? No, no, he wouldn't put himself with lube. That's that's too hard to wrestle with. Look, you have a body that's chiseled from granite. You need oil to accentuate to ex- Yes. Why doesn't he just mist like everybody else, right? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so when we get up to the... Whoa, I actually wrote notes for this one. Last match for the night. Kofi and, and Kevin? Yeah, so we got KO and Kofi versus DB. I should have named him DP instead. Uh, and uh, DP. Double penetration. Instead of Daniel Bryan, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Eric Rowan? Eric Rowan. It's that guy, that his henchman. Uh, yeah, it's, it's his intellectual... His intellectual equal. Yeah. So they get out there, and Brian wants nothing to do with Kofi, so uh, I'm going to call him Eric from now on. Eric Eric starts to fight. Okay. So um, Kofi's in there, gets some great tags. Owen gets in. He looks a little slow at first, but the crowd's popping in there behind him. So they get some back and forth. Um, Brown gets back in, starts using the strength, starts using the muscle, overpowers Kofi. Brian gets in there, you know, capitalizing on it. Um. So uh, Owens gets back in, manages to flip it, gets the momentum back on their side, and at this point he's looking better. Okay. Which is um yeah, makes sense. It's yeah, I I I've, I've never really seen Kevin Owens fight. Um. Oh, so yeah, this is like other than was he there at the Ring of Honor show? I don't know if he was at the one you were at, man. I don't. I feel like I can't wasn't. even. I can't even remember that I card. Feel like his last Ring of Honor match was like the one that I went to with Brad, just me and him. The year before. Yeah, but I could be. Could be wrong. Well, no, you know what? I think you're right because I think when we saw it, it was Bullet Club and AJ, and yeah. that that was the big thing because yeah. AJ was about to be called yeah, up, right? Uh, Kevin Owens and like, who's this guy? Yeah. Kill Sting, kill. Does yeah. Nothing? Yeah, but I yeah, and AJ was about to be called up, so everybody was behind that, and then um, we got to see a huge dude, Moose. <laughs> Moose. 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 Dude's like Moose. eight foot tall, black dude. So like jumps off the top rope outside to the ring on a four dudes. I just like doing the chant. It was fun, and he needs. Uh, n- never mind. So yeah, this is your first time seeing Kevin Owens. So, um, but yeah, okay. I, I mean for um a round dude. Yeah, he's very. Like, is that when, you look at him and you think, what's so special about this yeah. guy? Yeah, once once he got warmed up, he's in there, he's moving, he's he. I'm like, okay, he's looking better, and the crowd was torn, because the you know the crowd's there, they're they're cheering for Owens, they're they're behind him. Kofi gets back in, those Kofi chants start tearing it up. Right? I mean, it, I, I'm torn, man. I, I, but like, even when I was like, when I was reading the rumors about who's gonna, they're like, they have no plans for Kofi for WrestleMania, and they, they listed the guys, I'm like, eh, eh, Owens, oh, oh. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna have to see where this goes. Maybe it ends up being a three way in the end. Oh my god. Triple threat we, for the belt. We stop being a sorcerer. Sorry. Man. Sorry. <laughs> Bucket of chicken bed. No, <laughs> no we already got our other one. I, I can't do it again. Popeyes. I got a Popeyes. I got a Popeyes opening up down the road. So there you go. The convenience factor. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Um. So yeah. Uh, Owens flips it. Him and Kofi are back in. They're controlling the match. We get a commercial break, and then Rowan's is absolutely destroying Kofi when it comes back from a commercial. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Okay, and I gotta say this too. I'm really getting pissed off with commercial breaks um, interfering with entrances. Yeah, right? Entrances, is, it's one of the fun things to watch because sometimes guys do funny gimmicks and, and whatever else. And the guys in the ring all of a sudden. When, right? Yeah, 
I mean, when the commercial, when the match started and the commercial came back, Daniel Bryan and Rowan are already there and they're doing their thing and everyone's in the ring. And I'm like, well, fuck's sake. Because, I mean, I, I came from the day where you want to see those themes. You want to hear Metal Angus. On this day, I see clearly everything's come to light. Fucking the fire. Like, Edge once said that it's the greatest theme song ever. And it's definitely up there, man. It's definitely up there. He's when you think Edge, you think... Okay, even Batista being the heel, I, you know what? I'm totally neutral to him. I don't love the guy. I don't hate the guy. Theme. Great theme. He comes out. And the machine gun. And he's like, yeah, just doing the machine gun. Kick, yeah, like themes Themes are everything. Triple H. Oh, man, it's funny because I've been watching the old Duke Brown Circa 2000 wrestling, so it's got Triple H's old theme. Like, one, two... It's a song, <laughs> and it comes out, and it's like the black time. I'm like, no, this isn't your theme. Your theme is the time to play the game. It's time to play the game. The I was like, oh, they got oh, and then even when they when they get to the next one, and it's bow down to the <laughs> bow down to the king, and I'm like, fucking Lemmy, uh. But um, <laughs> B, uh, put the boner down. Put I know. The away, right? It's hitting the table. <laughs> So, yeah, we're getting off topic again. Did you get the video I sent you on guys who changed their themes for the better? No, but I, I think that would be a good... Uh, okay, we'll watch that again later. Yeah. It, now it's going to be just that list probably be like... Well, no, we, we'll have our own for sure. Anyways, so, um, yeah, gets back from commercial Blake. That's all, folks. Anyways, Rowan is totally destroying Kofi, right? Uh, Daniel Bryan gets back in, gets him up in the top turnbuckle, hits a huge superplex. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, my God. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Kofi still manages to kick out, and the crowd's going nuts. They're right behind him, right? That's what I mean. Like, like kicking out a super flex spot. Oh, yeah. And even Brian's, he's, like, pulling on his hair and his beard. And like, uh, what the fuck? And the crowd's just tearing it up. And then, um, so he gets the label lock on him. Kofi manages to get to the ropes. Crowd's going nuts again. Wow. He gets him back up in the corner, and he starts throwing the huge knees on him again. Yeah. We get the stomp. The stomp comes the back. That that he steps down on him. The, I love that. The, the, the announcers have called it the stomp. I love it. So he gets the stomp. They're both down. It's almost like a Finn Balor standing coup de gras or something. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know how to describe. It looks and, awesome. And, and he and he hit it again, and it looks so much better this time because it's it, it, I don't it's know. The same spot where Daniel with those drop kicks, right? Yeah. Just just, <laughs> just just runs out and punch. Yeah. And oh, uh, amazing. So they go, uh, gets the tag. Owen comes in. Gets the hot tag. Works, works Rowan. Uh, and then after that, where it starts working Daniel Bryan, he hits the cannonball. Oh, is that where he just a flip in the corner? A flip yeah, into the corner, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rowan gets in, starts interfering. Owens drops him out with a super kick. He, he gets him out to the, um, the apron, super yeah. kicks him out of the ring. Okay? Starts working on DB again. Does a pop-up powerbomb. Super oh. quick. Look, looks dirty. Right. <laughs> uh, Brian manages to kick. Owens goes goes up to the top rope. Rowan gets in there, starts trying to interfere again. At this point, Kofi's finally got the energy back. Goes after Rowan, and like hits him with a huge splash off the turnbuckle. Oh, nice. Um, so Daniel Bryan's uh, he I don't even know what he does. He manages to kind of corner 
Owens starts trying to turn the momentum back. Okay. And then out of nowhere, boom, Owens hits a stunner. A stunner? Hits a stunner. There you go. Well, you know he's an Austin. Actually, he's a big Austin fan. And that's saying crowd's tearing it up. Gets the pin. So both of them are faces. Get both of them are faces. And this, <sighs> I, I consider the position he was in that it's going to be Owens. That's a risky, risky move. Well, and it's, it's like you, it's like you said, right? This is one of those things you couldn't write it any better because I mean, unfortunately, we lost uh, Ali. Yes, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Mustafa Ali. Kofi got that but spot. You know what? I you wonder if he would have done as well as Kofi because Kofi's been there for so long, right? <coughs> I don't think so. I think you're right. As much as I love Mustafa Ali, I don't think he would have got the. And I wanted to see Ali, you know, get that little push because it'd be great to see a little oh, high flyer sure. tearing it up. But, I mean, that's the thing. You get – and I, everyone's like, oh, you know, we get all these old guys wrestling. Yeah, I mean, Kofi's around there for, for a while, but he, this is a Cinderella story. This, that's what you, I mean, right? You couldn't write I this any better. Ali gets out. Kofi gets in. Kofi has this unbelievable showing. And the crowd is I, just like, they, this is our guy. Showing, I didn't think the crowd – until the nation team was like, they got lightning in a ball. And they found something. Yeah, and the crowd's like, this is our guy. This is our fucking guy. <coughs> so, I mean... And the fact that he's pulled out of the main event at least makes me think that whether it's a triple threat match or a one-on-one match, Kofi's got to be the WrestleMania opponent now. He's got to be. Or, or you're going to see a triple threat or a Mania. That's what I think. Whether it's a triple threat or one-on-one, yeah. Kofi's in the match. He's got to be. So, some, yeah, something's got to happen. Because, yeah, crowd's going nuts. And they're going nuts for both of these guys. And and you know what Owens? Does the nod. Does the shake. Does the help him up. Does the face to the T. I feel I feel a turn and I, I'm nervous. I don't I don't want it because I I actually because Owens has been healed for so long and don't get me wrong Owens is an awesome heel he's fantastic but he's done it for a couple of years now and I think like a face turn is what he needs. Then that's good. G- so we'll give them both the face. Saying. Break up the bar. Cesaro can come back and he can be heel. <laughs> we need another heel, right? Yeah. Sheamus could I don't know fall down a well, looking for a goal. <laughs> so that's SmackDown. So that was, that was SmackDown. And a little bit of Irish racism. Wow. <sighs> well, looking for the pot of gold. Um, so <laughs> next up, uh, I went through the 205 Live. And I'm going to do this super quick. How far are we in? We're already an hour and a half in. Really? Yeah. We're talking about like Grace and Raw. Jesus Christ. We're just tangents after tangents, right? Yeah. So. We'll talk for too much. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. This is a podcast. So we got the eight man tournament starting up this week. Right. <coughs> so, yeah, this week there was only two matches, so I guess next week there's only two matches. I don't know what they were. So this, okay, so first match, Tony Nese versus Callisto. Right. Second Drew match Drew. is the Brian Kendrick versus is Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Um, so yeah, I'll get right into it. They, they kind of just said this is what's happening, blah, 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 blah. So Nice and Callisto come out. Um, very good. Agility and acrobatics by Tony Nese. Really? Yes. I did not expect you to finish this thing, Tony. I figured you were going to go Kalisto. Kalisto's a given. I was like, Tony I'm kind of like, big dude. like he's a jack dude. Cause yeah, I guess because I guess he works out with uh, Buddy Murphy, right? So I mean, they're both just jack dudes. Do they actually work out together? <laughs> Apparently, they're training partners. I don't know. Oh, it makes sense. They're both freaking jack. But I just, I was like, no, just they, make that up because I believe it. I the, believe that, it. That's what they say. They're training partners, right? And Tony Nese has managed to turn around his career after starting to train with Buddy Murphy. Oh, apparently. okay. So Apparently, yeah. 
so but yeah i mean like they lock hands they're doing the feel it out and like tony needs the guy flipping off the road i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> so you're expecting at all right yeah so it wasn't as high flying as i as it kind of like they kind of burnt out quick on early Imagine on sorry so yeah he he, he really tried to throw the power um slow down Kalisto, yeah 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 Kalisto hits a couple of the dives. I think Nice catches him on one of them, keeps him outside the ring. Um, while they're outside, that I, I was kind of like, it was one of those ooh moments. Oh, Kalisto, yeah, Kalisto fires Nice into the steel steps, and so then Kalisto goes to rush him, and then what he he tries to hit him with the backdrop. Oh, Nice on the steps. The, the, yeah, but Kalisto cleared the steps all together, oh. and he landed on the other side. I don't oh, know if that, that was planned. Yeah. I don't know if that was planned. I, maybe it I think it was. I feel like it would be more painful to hit the steps. <sighs> and it was one of those things because you're kind of like, he goes over and you're like, oh, he's going to land on the steps. And then he just misses, like, past the steps, lands, oh. like, on the apron. And you're like, oh. I thought the steps would be more painful. It's, like, jagged, right? Like, oh. Maybe that, I had to be by design, right? You, you, you think? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's so light, maybe too much momentum. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean... They're back in, and it really went back and forth. It was pretty entertaining match. Again, not super high-flying, but very entertaining. I think at one point, um, they get back outside again, and Kalisto tries to hit the Herkarana, and he just kind of holds him there. And then whips him against the barrier. Oh, nice. It counters it. Yeah. That's so, good. So they get back in, um, and then Nice gets the win by pinfall. Nice won it. Nice wow. wins it. So, yeah, Tony Nice moves on to the next round. You know what? I, I really... Didn't know which one would take it, but I, my money would probably have been on Kalisto. But I guess it depends how the bracket's going to play out. Yeah, right? and again, I, I haven't watched any of this yet, so I guess maybe Nice is going to push, get the push. Who knows? Maybe it could be Buddy versus Buddy in yeah, the end. You said eight-man tournament. Have they, they said it was an eight-man tournament? They said it was an eight-man tournament, Okay. So but they only announced four men this week. Yeah, so the, the other two are prob- matches are probably... <coughs> oh, go on. We're going to go on. Because next, we have a promo. Yeah. Is it? It is. I was going to say, is he on the show? He is. Oh my god, this is it. <laughs> Do it. It's to the greatest love I've ever known. I'm just sad because he's doing a promo, but he's not out there where his theme should play. No. He, I feel like while he's doing his promo, his theme should play in the background. And, and you know what? When I heard, I actually wrote in my notes when I heard that there was only two matches this week. I'm like, we're gonna get no Canellas. We're gonna get no singing. God what the fuck, it. right? But he's there for you the promo. Yeah. I will find a way to but, get this fucking song on this podcast. <laughs> God damn it! But we got it. He's there. And what was his promo? Being? So he he starts arguing with um Drake Maverick, the dude who's running. Oh, the GM. Yeah. And he starts getting mad. Maria stops him, stops, starts rubbing the beard again. Calms him right <laughs> down. Yeah, just... Like a cat. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, th- so they start off, they're arguing the match against Cedric. They wanted it reversed. Oh, from last week. Yeah. I still haven't watched that match, Pete. Maybe, maybe we'll watch it after this. I hope so. Um, so, and then Maria calms him down. And she's like, look, like, we gotta get in there. We gotta... Like, we can do this. We need to show what we can do. And what Drake says is, you know what? Fine. Just come back next week. I'll have a match lined up for you. Ooh, so next week he's going to be on the show. Do you know what this means, Pete? Guaranteed. We'll be singing the song next week. Stay tuned. Stay, yeah. 
for everybody who loves Darcy singing, stay tuned. It was good. You love the song too. You know you do. Everybody loves the song. You can't. So yeah, Uh, and that's the end of that. So then the next match starts up. We got the Brian Kendrick versus Drew Gulak. Next match in the tournament. Yeah. So they come out, and this is very much. um, I guess I I I didn't catch it last week. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Um, Gulak said he would make Kendrick tap. This is all about submissions. Yeah, it's Gulak's thing. Gulak. Well, it feels like it'd be a technical match. Between yeah. So, so this one, um, all I really wrote is it is so technical, and everything at the start, Kendrick would try to throw. Gulak would reverse. Um, every time Kendrick would try to result to striking, Gulak throws like these. It's like clothesline from hell's. It's like how he just slows the pace of the match. Yeah. You know, Kendrick starts getting momentum. Boom. Clothesline from hell type yeah. thing, right? Um. So yeah, like like I said. Uh, lots of back and forth, all the counters, all of them. Like you see, you see that those those counter moves back so there, all of them. The story of the match is every time Kendrick has a momentum, Drew's cutting him off. Or yeah, like, yeah, he does the counter, he does so the clothesline. Winning this match, isn't he? <laughs> so so Kendrick comes back, finally gets it, starts getting the momentum on Drew, um, but then Gulak out of nowhere hits a really nice power bomb. Okay. It was just a really nice, just standing powerbomb. Boom. And then um, Kendrick starts getting momentum back again. But then Gulak, I don't even know what kind of submission it was. It was kind of like half under the chin face. A face lock? His, his, his like stomach's face, Kendrick's stomach was facing up. He had the legs around him. A face lock. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Front face lock, basically? <laughs> I, something, but apparently Kendrick full on passed out. Oh wow! Yeah, he was out. So he didn't tap though. But, but he, he did not tap. Match. But he did lose the match. So, wow! So two heels won. Two heels won. So that means wow! I guess we're getting two faces next week. So um, they only announced one match for next week. Wow, that's interesting. So uh, it's going to be Akira Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander. So it's guaranteed a face will win. Wow, V. Yeah, so that'll be a cool match to watch. And apparently, Canales is going to wrestle next week. So is that going to be included in the tournament, or is it not? No. And the announcers are arguing about that too. They're like, he's in, he's in. It's like that doesn't mean he's in. Like what? Like. So we'll, I guess we'll have to see on that. All I know for sure, V. Only thing is certain is that awesome theme will play at least once during that show. Doesn't mean he'll win, but at least when he walks out. If not, we'll just we'll just sing it at the, the end. The greatest theme <laughs> that the world has ever known. And yeah, so that and that was it for two hundred five. Just a quick one. Just two matches, eh? That was the whole show. E- e- each one was about twenty five so, minutes. Wow. Yeah, they they got good showings. Both. So it's all about the tournament. Yeah. Meanwhile, Buddy Murphy sitting going, "I need competition." He, yeah, and they did. They didn't even do a promo with him this week. Doesn't need to, I guess. Right? I mean, he's just out. Doing his thing. Yeah. And so that's the week. Um, do you want to talk about anything from NXT last week? I mean, Velveteen um, Dream won the title. Velveteen Dream won the title. You didn't watch the match. You went, I to, know, bed. went to bed. I stayed up to watch it. Um, You know what? It was one of those matches that had the crowd chanting, this is awesome. Okay. It, it was It was. It's slow at the start, but it really it got up there. Eh? And the guys just started hitting everything. 
and it was like counter after counter, move after move, like finisher after finisher, just to try to get that win. And neither guy could finish the other one. And then finally, Velveteen Dream got it. Gargano lost his belt. And then it kind of goes up. I don't even know where it went. To like a room upstairs. I guess it was supposed to be the rafters. Uh, Champa's standing in like this window looking down, holding his belt on the stage. To be just, like, you need me. Yeah. <laughs> so, again. Even before his match, he was like, I don't need you. And he's like, I'll be here when you need me. And he's sitting there. Holding his title. Holding his, yeah. So, who knows, again, who knows where this is gonna, that's going to go. Because, again. His wife's against it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing hanging out with him again? And what's her name again? I thought it was Candice LeRae, but I don't know. Yes. Oh. Nothing about Gargano. Because Cantonzano's with um, Ricochet. Ricochet. Fucking bastard. <laughs> she's on the same thing. Brilliant muscle bastard. He's got, you know what? He's got an awesome move. Uh, he, he can have Cantonzano. He can have her. Go ahead. She's an American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, right? Guy can do a 630. You have her. You take her, man. Good, good, good on you. You're a, you're a very athletic baby. I'd like to see that Karma Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can't even remember what happened else with NXT. We, we ended up watching yeah, it all. we watched the whole thing. Th- that, that was the big match. We that was... There, was, there was a woman fight at the start, and they had a Bianca Belair interview. With... Oh, they had... Uh... Was it Shoot Io Shirai? Zaya... Zaya Lee versus... And there was like another girl, and she came out with like a hood on. Yeah, the bandana. I've never heard of her before. Nope. Should have wrote notes. Shit, yeah. But uh, you See, know what's the thing? NXT was a week ago, and you think like it's fresh in your mind. Fuck, I'm not gonna remember this happened a couple days ago. Nope. Shit. Just like um, the bruiser weight. I had his name. Yeah, yeah. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Or Dunn. Dunn. They were calling. What was that tag team I told you about? I forgot what their name was. Is it Brackus or something or? Um... Guys, um, oh, they're, they're last, they're the Kofi brothers, but they're in like a, a faction. Oh, yeah, like, totally forgot, right? But I was watching it, first time I ever seen anyone from NXT UK, so uh, they, they've they've you know what, there's some good matches in the UK. Then there was the um, oh, who are the tag champs there? Something veterans or something, and they had a good promo, and they, they had their guys come out, and it was like Orny Larkin, which is the name I remember. How do you really Orny, Orny Larkin, Larkin, exactly. And the other guy, and, uh, fuck, yeah, sorry guys, I didn't take any notes, it's just one of the things where I was just, like, watching my spare time, because I'm like, I, I don't know if you just make sure I know more, but, yeah. didn't write anything down. NXT, I don't know if, like, I feel like if we recap something last week, it's like, guys, like, guys, that was fucking last week. That was last week, yeah. I, I mean, that's saying, like, technically NXT we'd have to watch tonight, and then try and get out tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. And you, what do you got tomorrow? Tomorrow? Well, I got soccer. So, yeah, so, I mean. Well, once that's over, we can do it. But man, like we're covering five fucking shows. <laughs> that's I. I <laughs> We've been talking forever. Like, we're on grueling hour number nine, talking about NXT UK. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But NXT is such a good show to watch. And, and even that UK, like when I watched that UK show, I was like, man, these these guys are talented. They got some talent. But yeah, it's um, it's it's one of those things. When we talked about doing this podcast, I, I was kind of like. Okay, so we'll do w- WWE. We'll we'll jump back and do like WCW, ECW. But I still want to do that. We're, we're gonna do that as special bonus episodes when we can get it out. We're gonna do a WrestleMania eight one soon. Yes. By the way, WrestleMania eight was the first pay per view I ever watched. So. That, that's why. We're, yeah, we're doing it as an ode to Darcy. Uh, we got a special guest coming for that. I'm pulling on the mic. Um, and yeah, I I mean like we we were kind of like we'll do WWE, we'll do some ECW, WCW. I was like, 
Hell, maybe we can throw on some Ring of Honor or Impact if and we can. Add that on top of the weekly schedule. Well, and that's thing. And then when I looked at the weekly schedule, I was like, okay, so Monday, Tuesday, double show on Tuesday. Wednesday, there's two show. What the fuck? Yeah, but you know, you know what's funny about that? We were talking about how I'm saying it's overwhelming. You know who could have covered this? Me, fourteen year old Darcy. Yeah. Because no, I'm serious. Legit, fourteen. Picture, okay, picture fourteen year old Darcy, a guy who's always. Watched, had antenna TV, couldn't watch Raw, couldn't watch SmackDown. 14 gets a satellite dish. I watch wrestling five days a week, man. Okay. How, how much older, older am I than you? You're two years older. I'm, I'm two years older. Okay. 16, so, yeah. 15. Okay. So, if you if you were 14 and I was 16 year old Adam, okay, I don't have kids, I don't have a mortgage, I don't have a house, yeah. we could have covered this. Here's my week Monday, Monday to Raw. Tuesday, Young Core of Nitro. Wednesday, WCW Thunder. Thursday, SmackDown. Friday, ECW. My mom sat me down. It was like intervention. My parents sat me down. They're like, you gotta give up a day. You gotta give up something. <laughs> Go to the park, kid. They're, they're like, you gotta give up. I gave up ECW. Not because I thought it was the worst of the three, but because it was on Fridays and I wanted to go out. And you were trying to get a date. And, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then slowly WCW phased out. And luckily, those brands closed. And I was like, but I was like, you know, I was like, fuck, I'm watching a lot of wrestling right now. Even for me, I was like, I, I didn't have to wrestle. <laughs> but again, 14U, 16-year-old me, we, we could have destroyed this. Oh, man. But I mean, nothing. My, my brain suffered greatly <laughs> during the time. Did you just sign something? No. <laughs> it's like, did your dog eat it? I'm not even going to use that excuse, it, sir. It was, uh, you don't understand. The Rock was fighting this guy in Raw. <laughs> it was awesome. You should check it out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So we never talked about doing a sign off yet. A sign off. Yeah. Okay. So what will be our sign off? Well, we'll do the plugs, and then we'll talk sign offs. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So if you guys want to email us, we are the Kickstunner pot. No, the Kickstunner. Sorry, Kickstunner at Gmail. I know. I, I I keep meaning to print one out. I got low toner. And I just don't want to go buy the ink right now. My work pen. I actually don't know what my work phone number is. I have it written down somewhere. So I'm going to fax it. That's adulting right there, okay? I got a work email. And then people email me every week. And I don't check it. Have we got any hit? Have we got any feedback, dude? We have not gotten any feedback yet. Fuck, guys. Get out there. Write us. I know we and we got uh, criticize. I don't care. Uh, we got America listening. We got Ireland still on the on the on the I horn. Think one of our friends would have said something. <laughs> our numbers are blown up on Spotify, but I haven't checked it yet. Um. Yeah. So okay. Gmail is kickstunner at gmail.com. Uh, we're the the kickstunner at um Instagram. And kick podcast. And at kick podcast for Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. I haven't been doing anything yet. Maybe I'll take a picture of us right now. No, that's I've gone on our pages since, and I'm like, I just see like just retweets from you. I, I, I do a lot of retweets. Um, I'm not a very vocal person, so so yeah, I'm gonna just take a picture. I'll take a couple pictures. There we go. So we. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this picture up, and then I found a picture on and Facebook like, earlier. Darcy looks like Baron Corbin. The fuck. <laughs> A skinnier Baron Corbin now, okay? Oh, the whole guys just for the record a less douchier Baron Corbin. Yes, way less douchey. 
I'll do one of those side by sides because I, I was actually I don't know why I was on Facebook. Don't compare me to this guy. No, no, no. I, I was I was on Facebook earlier and I went through like I was going through pictures and there was one that popped up from like ten years ago. We're in North Bay partying, and I was like, "Oh my God, we are so much younger than." <laughs> yeah, I'll throw them side by side. Oh Jesus Christ! So yeah, we're on all we're on all the social medias, um, or we put everything through SoundCloud. We got some followers through SoundCloud, so that's great. They're not messaging no we either. We appreciate the follows. We, we appreciate everything. We we'd love to hear feedback. We'd love to hear what you guys want. Um, obviously, this week we're a little drunker. I was gonna try and slip the bourbon into this mix, but maybe next week. Jesus. Uh, no, you know what? I got that. What if you get all spiritual, B? Yeah. No, that's scotch. <laughs> you got really spiritual. It's like, B, you're touching my face. I get pretty handsy when you I'm on a scotch. I picked up some Japanese whiskey, though. That stuff is amazing. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're on all the social medias. Hit us up. Sign off. Sign off. I was thinking of something like keep it on the mats, but then at the same time, we're the kickstunner, right? Oh. They just cut out. They just go to black. Don't they? Yeah, something like. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only things I thought of was the Vince McMahon uh, false count. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, the Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop? But I can't think of anything else to add. I don't know. Um, if you're not down with that. You got two words for it. <laughs> Goodbye. Come on. See you on. next week. So cliche, these <laughs> DX. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's the bottom line, V. That's the bottom line. <laughs> We're using any, any, any sound bites. Anybody else's catchphrase. Right? Yeah, totally. Like, oh, it's true. It's damn true, V. All right. Um. Yeah, so... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so we're going to, this week's just the one. Um, next week, we're going to, is it next week we're going to try and put out the two episodes? Oh, dude, I, I don't know. It's ambitious. I, I started WrestleMania 8, and I got so many notes before the first match starts. Bobby Heenan, purely alone. Oh, really? <laughs> purely alone. I'm laughing so hard. I was thinking of watching it. I was, I was thinking of like, okay, you know what, maybe I'll start it today. Like if you go to my WWE Network account, you will see that it's barely started and it was one of those things where I'm going to start it, and I haven't been able to watch it in a week. So, like, I don't know how long this will take me, man. I, and I, I was the same way, because I'm like, I was going to start it today. Up in Canada here, we got a buttload of snow again, so I was shoveling all day. And then I'm kind of like, okay, so I should start this. Maybe I'll just watch it, do the notes. But then I'm like, shit, do I have to look up the backstories for each match? Am I going to have to look up, like, character... From WrestleMania oh, 8? Like, WrestleMania H? H. Yeah, tri- Triple H. Yeah, um, am I going to have to look up, like, character profiles and shit? Or am I, like, uh, should we on. just cover it? Let me it? think, let me think. You know what? They explained the background to the Jake the Snake Undertaker match. Mm-hmm. So you're fine there. And besides, you got me into the backgrounds, man. I got all this shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Piper Heart one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Savage uh, Flair. Yeah. They, they kind of go into that with their promos. Uh, even the Hogan one, you get like the videos, I think. So Good. I think, and the rest of them, I think there's no backstory. It's just their matches that are made. So back in the day when it was just like, these guys, they don't need a story. They're just fighting each other. Yeah, time for two guys to fight. Yeah, so I think you're good. All right, I'll give it another go next week, and I'll see what I kick out. But I mean, we got to wait on you, and we're going to wait on our guest. Yes, uh, our buddy Brad, and uh a mutual friend who uh, also he's, watches wrestling. He's quite the wrestling. Podcast. Yes, he's quite the wrestling uh, aficionado. So shout out to Brad. And the best was his reaction when I was like, "They were gonna do WrestleMania." 
do we have to do WrestleMania? Yeah. Do we have to do WrestleMania? <laughs> Which I agree. I know it is not the best WrestleMania. There have been worse WrestleMania's. There have been better WrestleMania's. Yeah. But it's the first one I ever watched. It, you know what? Solid. As soon as I started to pee, as soon as the intro kicks in with Vince McMahon going, It's Hulk Hogan! It's Sid Justice! It's WrestleMania 8! I'm like, oh, nostalgia feels so good! Okay, I know this doesn't compare to that, but I watched a new Pokemon trailer today. <laughs> and they announced a new Pokemon game. And I got those... I got the nostalgia feels when I was a kid. It's the equivalent of that. It's anything back to your childhood to kick you in the face. Anything. Oh, shit. You know what? It's like, honestly, every time I hear um, Stairway to Heaven, reminds me of the first time I danced with a girl. You lucky bastard. For me, when I hear Stairway to Heaven the first time, it reminds me of standing on the sidelines, watching a guy dancing with a girl, being like, why the fuck am I just staring at like a jackass? Why don't I just like skip the dance? I I was one of the lucky ones. She took all the initiative. It was hands on the waist. When the song started getting ha- harder, I got to move the hands down. It was everything you hoped for. But it was, again, it's Stairway, right? You're at like eight minutes. Eight minutes on this thing. You and as you wind on down the road. I was, I was a big guy back then. I was fucking just sweating. <laughs> you hear this, guys? It's not just about wrestling. You get to learn about me and Darce. Yeah. We, you, you get a glimpse behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get to look across the room and you point and you go, hey, you want to dance? And she nods no and says, yeah. All right, you're a lesbian. I get it. <laughs> Fuck you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> now you're oh, no. Me in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that, I'm better to leave this right now. <laughs> Any wrestling fan out there is like, I know what you mean, man. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. He's still in the grave. <laughs> All right. We're, we're way off. We're way off. Oh, shit. Well, this is the Kickstarter podcast, guys. Hope you enjoyed another episode. Yeah. Nurse. And I'm Adam. See you next week. See ya.